thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. Week three, spread picks, survivor selection, super locks, and game previews for each of the week three games on the NFL schedule. I got some giveaways and I got some announcements to make. Number one, if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, all you need to do is smash the like button for the episode, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and tell me your favorite spread on the board for week three. Boom, it's, it's that easy. It's a draw. Winners are going to be announced on next Monday's live show, 1 p.m. every Monday, Eastern Time on the DraftKings YouTube channel. Recap of the week and the waiver wire preview. So tune into that or just catch it on demand after the fact on the audio podcast, which leads me to the next one of these giveaways. If you subscribe, rate, download, and review the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, like three people did this last week. So it's a very high percentage that you could win this draw that you rate five stars, DraftKings handle, something you like about the show. Boom, you're in that draw as well. Jeff Feinberg is in studio with me. So I have two other things that I want to do just in general. One, just a public service announcement for anyone who enjoys this show. Uh, I want to have like a good best of the season like video for the end. So if people just put in the time codes of parts that they find are funny or memorable or whatever in the comment section, it just allows me to remember where those are. And it'll make for a great end of the year show. So just in the comment section, if you know Tim says something ridiculous or Jeff starts to cry, just... Put down the time code of when that happens in the comment section. I can go back at the end of the year and review those and cut those out. Also, if anyone wants to be like gung-ho out there, there's another time code challenge. I will give 20 DK bucks away for anyone that partakes in this. If you go back from last year's Super Bowl to now and find like all the really positive things Tim said about the Jets and what was going to happen about the Jets, and you send me the show link and the time code, you can send that to the Pat Mayo experience at gmail.com if you want to. I can put together a super cut of all the Ander curses that have happened to the Jets. Doesn't that sound great, Jeff? That sounds pretty fantastic. It's just, Here's the thing. There are some obvious places where you'll find that stuff, but there's also some hidden, people, yeah. there's like Easter eggs all over your content too. Of course. Anytime that Tim's on. I mean, Tim's on the show all the time. There's probably even some golf shows where he brought it up. Yeah, probably. Sure. All right. So, yeah. Um, if you hit the description of this video or podcast, you can find the entire cheat sheet for all of our picks. They'll also be up on DKPlaybook.com. We're recording this on a Tuesday afternoon, released on a Wednesday. So if ha anything happens in the interim, we can't know about it because... It hasn't happened yet. Like Hunter Henry breaking a leg or Sam Darnold kissing disease. Yes. I have a theory on how that happened, by the way. We'll get there, I'm sure. Um, third member of the show, The Coin. Rebounded last week with a winning week in the picks. We'll recap here in a second. The fourth member of the show, behind the glass. I mean, there's no glass. He's just over there on the other side of the room. It's Paul Shaughnessy. Feeling good about his mighty Buffalo Bills, who are already 2-0. And the fifth member of the team, and in the opening credits, it is Tim Undergust! Tim Undergust. Not my name. And Tim Undergust. That's how you get credited. How you feeling uh, I'm, this I'm, week? Hold on. I'm fine. How am I feeling this week? I feel yeah. like uh, <clears throat> I'm torn. My picks turned around big time, which made me feel good about myself, but... Uh, some other things were unfortunate this weekend from the world of football. So sort of a mixed bag. The first thing 
that I think that really needs to be addressed. Not all the cursing that's gone on, how the Jets have gone down. There's the been no cursing. Oh, yeah, no cursing. Yeah, it's a very curse-free NFL season so far. I, I think the viewers would agree with that. But he talked about Jalen Ramsey and how, like, Jalen Ramsey wants a trade, and Tim's all excited to get Jalen Ramsey. Is there any player in football that Tim would hate more having on his team than Jalen Ramsey? He'd be fighting with the coaches on the sideline. Like, that is actively a player Tim would hate. No, but, I don't think so. Really? I like players that are brash and are really skilled. Do, do, we, and- do you like players that are brash and really skilled? Because every other player who's brash and really skilled that doesn't have a potential connection with the Jets, you think is awful. I don't think that's true. I think you're painting too broad a brush. Uh, painting with too broad a brush here. I I would like to have Jalen. Not 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 now. The season is completely over, so there's no point. But in theory, he's the sort of person I would have liked to have had. Are we having this discussion? I mean, we can save it for the Jets. We might as well just do it off the top. No, but I didn't mean the Jets, the Jalen Ramsey thing. Yeah, we'll we'll talk Jalen Ramsey. Jacksonville should just fire Doug Marone. Or or let him play man. Yeah, I'm amazed that they, it's gotten, they've allowed it to get to this point with a player like that. I think he is everything. I think he will be worth the insane package that they receive. Uh, if Minka Fitzpatrick goes for a first round pick, what do you get for Jalen Ramsey? Okay. Well, see, this you... is all about Jeff not wanting him to go to the Chiefs. Like th- that's no. why he's so upset. No, 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 you know that's what this is about. Well, it's about a couple things. Sure, I don't want him to go to the Chiefs. People don't want him to go to the Patriots. But I think they're in the Chiefs and Patriots can't win a tie because their draft pick will be too good. Their success might hurt them. They are going to have to go above, 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 and beyond, I think, to land this player. Because I think every team that eat, that thinks that they might pick from 15 to, like, 24 will still want this player. He's that type of player. He's worth surrendering the pick for. He's worth giving the huge contract for. And when I say picks, multiple picks. Multiple picks. I, I The Chargers, never in my life, they're not even, they don't even get an <laughs> invitation. They don't even get to save the date. They're not invited to anything like this. For the first time in my life, I begged them to crash this party. They were debating between picking him or picking Bosa. There's a need now with injuries. This might sound like weird and silly and stupid, and it really was forever to me, but like for a year and a half, Derwin James and Jalen Ramsey have both guaranteed they will play again together. They love each other. They play together at Florida State. Let's be Seminole Nation. We're moving into a new freaking stadium in L.A. Splash! Let's go! I mean, you're, gonna let him, you're gonna let him go to the back of the pack there. There's not well, no, the fact that he could go to the the, the freaking Chiefs. The splash will the be the Chargers they get to open have the, to intercept that. But the splash, right, will be that they get to open the brand new stadium on the Thursday night opener next year. The splash is you're in LA. Like even when the Clippers have a chance to be good, they try to be really, really good. What like we gotta go all in for Phillip. Yeah, but you have to know that. The Chargers are under curse, Jeff, which means that they're going to pay Melvin Gordon $20 million a year. Then they won't be able to afford anyone. No, you <laughs> trade what it costs to get Jalen. It's you probably re- two first round picks. Do it. Because he's worth like the fact that, okay, so it'd be like 22nd overall. That's God willing. 18th overall still worth it. And the fact that he's a superstar is worth giving one up on the back end. I, 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 I believe so. And if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you, you have to go above and beyond. And word from insiders is they just might. Because you look at their team and their situation, they have to win in Mahomes' window. The problem is they traded Frank Clark for Frank Clark last year. They did give up some draft capital. 
A team like the Chargers has never traded draft capital in my life because it's always about needing those picks and being whatever. It's never been about actually doing something to go above. And maybe you could get him and Derwin to sign like buddies, identical extensions or something where they both got to live a couple back, but they got to live their dream. Anyway, uh, there's no way the league can watch him go to Kansas City or New England. There's no way someone cannot offer the same thing as those teams and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars know that those picks are better. And I'm, I want the Chargers to do it, but I'm speaking for every team that, that thinks they have a pulse in this league. This guy is, is worth it. That's my opinion on Jalen Ramsey. I think you make a very compelling case to that. Jamie, well, where do you think he ends up going? Because I don't actually think he ends up moving. Well, that's the other he, thing. That, to leave, they got to be crazy to trade him. Somewhere in the NFC, likely a team that's desperate for some corner help. Maybe someone like Dallas, for example, is willing to pay through the nose. Dallas too. Well, Jerry is is Jerry. Yeah, the Cowboys are all in. Like you I, might as well yeah. just go for it here. Yeah, he would make a lot of sense for them. Dallas gave up a couple of first round picks, so be it. Packers. So Packers would make sense for sure. Although their defense is uh, pretty stout. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, New, I New, 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 New England's defense is New England's defense I, is pretty stout, and like I think there's Tampa talk Bay about him going there. there. I think Tampa Bay is in the mix too. He there's said uh, apparently a week ago he was on a podcast and like there was extension was being talked about, and he said he wants to play in Tennessee or Vegas. And they said why Vegas? He goes, I don't know. I just want to say Vegas. Like I want to play in Vegas. Like just the concept of that um, was for him. All right, enough of that. We'll get to the picks recap right now from last week. You and I were both eight and eight, although in the Super Seven I was six and one. So at least I was able to hunker down on the games that uh, I actually did like. Stupid Baltimore really wanted them to cover, but they didn't. The coin was nine and seven. Cust wins the week at eleven and five. Congratulations! Did did all your cursing go towards the Jets that you were able to have a good spread week? I don't accept the premise of that question, and I won't answer it. Uh, you lost your super lock, though. Oakland did not come I through did. for you. Not only, did, <clears throat> not only did Oakland cost you on the super lock, as Jeff and I told you, teasing against the Chiefs, bad idea. What cost you on your teaser? Teasing against the Chiefs with I Oakland. Mean, the game kind of went. Through, I mean, the Raiders should have covered that game. They only the Chiefs only scored in one quarter. How smitten were you in the first quarter? Like, were you counting? I thought, you, were, okay, you, were, you were already planning the things you were going to gloat about right now. I, I was beginning to think that way. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it was unfolding precisely the way that I thought it would. They spotted the Raiders a 10 point lead. And then even going in, they had some opportunities to at least cover the teaser in the second half. And it, it was close. I missed it by three points. I mean, that's, that's life. But uh, you know, I, I thought the Raiders acquitted themselves. Well, they had one bad quarter and they played three remarkably good quarters defensively. So, you know, there's some positives to take from that. That they couldn't score points on a terrible defense. Well, maybe they aren't so terrible. Well, maybe you know, not a great... well, maybe Oakland is terrible. What about that? I don't know. I don't think that the Raiders are terrible. I think the Chiefs' defense is bad, but not atrocious. Uh, I don't know. It was an interesting game. I thought it would be more interesting than it was. But let's go back to what I wanted to talk about, which was how good my picks were. And I appreciate <laughs> your your comments about that. That was, uh, it was well a nice accepted. bounce back. Yeah, nice I bounce too back. was six and one in the Super Seven, so it was it was a good week. Yeah. So that be I. Th- I think I'm inside like the top 10 right now 
I got I to keep yeah, this heater going. I've hit nine consecutive prop bets, too. I have a real last year. I was hot fire in that Super 7 through two weeks. And week three, I was in California to the Charger game, and I forgot to make my picks. Okay, I'll remember to make my picks this yeah. week. So, unfortunately, one of my favorite games is not a part of the slate, so I can't actually Ooh, take it. But Someone likes Thursday. I do like Thursday. 2-0 uh, for me in Superlux. The Bills just march on through New York, so that's fantastic. You drop to 0-2 after Big Ben gets hurt, Jeffrey, oh. and cussed 1-1 one one on the year for Superlux. We're all still alive in Survivor. First time all three of us have been alive through two weeks has in five years. Anyone, lo- like, has people there took- been a chalk team to lose? Car- is- a lot of people took yes. Carolina last Carolina's- week. And I was praying Jacksonville was going to beat Houston, which would have launched you, but... Yes, in the real one. Here I took the yeah. Patriots. I tried to get fancy uh, in the one that we Why are, are you getting in- fancy in week two? I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but you're right. Carolina as the six and a half point, six point favorite. Thursday, man. Stay the- away from I'm Thursday. Just saying, that's the only, like... Yep. Teams actually lose this year that laid six points. Yeah, Philly, has there been Philly almost lost in week one, and they came back on the skins. And the Saints almost lost week one. Yeah, but, but everyone ended up yeah. coming through. But I don't think a lot of people took the Saints against Houston week one. No, but I had a mental... Well, I'll get when we get there. But I had a weird mental block. I thought Houston, the Saints were like 0-1, but only because I covered on Houston. Yeah. If that makes any sense. All right, let's talk about these games. Thursday night slate kicks off with... Tim's favorite quarterback, Mariota-san, as a one-and-a-half-point favorite in Jacksonville against his second favorite quarterback and his favorite restaurant on earth, Minshew Walk. It's a one-and-a-half-point spread. 39-and-a-half is the game total for this one. I am going to start with this one. I love Tennessee in this game. Tennessee typically lays the smackdown on Jacksonville, and they usually do it by turning around and handing the ball off to Derrick Henry. He's had a lot of success against this Jags defense over the past two years, despite the fact that it is pretty good, but it's a very good pass defense. But joke is on the Jacksonville defense. Who cares about how good your pass defense is if the team you're playing can't pass? So I just think about Tennessee the way that I always think about them. They're very average at almost every position, uh, very average on all three levels of defense, and that's really good against a team like the Jags, who are wildly undisciplined, playing a quarterback who kind of sucks, I'm not going to lie to you, and just have internal dysfunction going on right now. This is two consecutive weeks. Players have been fighting on the sidelines. Like, steady Eddie Tennessee should go in and win this by a field goal. So I like Tennessee on the road in Jacksonville Thursday night. Why did this game go from two and a half to one and a half? I don't know. Because <laughs> people love the Jags, man. They really do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jacksonville, but I hate this game. I don't really like it from either side. And I think Mariota could be hurt again. Oh, he is hurt. Yeah, I hurt his quad, but apparently he's gonna be okay. That could be the best thing that happens at Tennessee if he's hurt and Tannehill plays. The coin is going with the home team in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tim, where are you looking at here? I'm following Pat Mayo on his heater. I'm going to take the Titans. I like them in this game. You just said his heater was... Yeah, you told me before the show my heater was over. Now you're siding with me? You told your best friend that he's going to stop Your heater is on props. Your your heater is in props. My heater is in props, but then why are you calling this a heater? I'm just going to follow you. You've been fortunate so i'm going to follow your good fortune and your uh, your savvy picks on this one i liked what you said about the titans i think they're a significantly better team than than jacksonville right now with Minshew under center i thought the tight i mean the titans did blow out the browns and then they you know they played a close game with the colts uh short in, in a short thursday night game i'll just take the better team that's what i did last week and that's what i'm doing this week so as it pertains to tennessee they're getting like they got to they got to uh Jacoby Brissett 
quite a bit last week, which I found kind of surprising because the Colts O-line is so good. And they're going to be able to get through the offensive line in Jacksonville and get to Minshew, who put the ball on the ground three times last week, only lost one of them. Like, he only had one good drive in that game. That was almost good enough to win. Like, I would want to tackle the under here. I know it's only 39 and a half, but I think that just trying to bet a total in the Thursday night game is just, you might as well flip the coin. Like, this could be 10 to 3, it could be 10 to 7, or the defenses could score four touchdowns apiece, and the final score is like 45 to 35. Like, there seems to be no rhyme or reason with these Thursday night games. Now, so far this season, teams have looked bad on Thursday night, but do you like totals at all on Thursday night games? Rarely, but I would lean with you at the under. I don't see many, yeah, the under many would be touchdowns the being scored, but the books, I mean, under 40 wouldn't take much if a couple badly placed. Minchu doesn't recover those fumbles. Fumbles, yeah. A kick return, and all of a sudden, like, you're really going to be behind it. So. Yeah, so I think that's a stay away. So Tennessee for Kastanai, Jacksonville for you and the coin. Jeff, Sunday. Oh, you have more to say. I want to say I got a week three disclaimer because as undisciplined as I am, I do keep records about what I actually better. actually enabled to accomplish. It started really, um, you know, with golf and football. Week three, the last two years, I have gotten murdered. <laughs> I had to meet someone with the brown bag. You had to meet Johnny Knuckles? Cam's <laughs> biggest enemy? <laughs> um, I don't want to get there. Because I've been, I, I, this guy's getting annoyed with me. Well, I tell you, you. Well, you better hope the Chargers win this week. <laughs> well, that's normally what it, might, what it might come down to. But I look back at it. Two years ago, and I'll break it down. Week three. It's like week one, it's like, oh, I don't know, man. It's week one. You got to sort of lay low. And week two, it's like, I don't want to draw conclusions. I don't want to overreact. Week three, I've seen them twice. I know what they are and what they aren't. No, we don't. <laughs> and I think both of them involved the Bills. Uh, two years ago, they went to Atlanta when Atlanta was like supposed to be good. They beat them. They still sometimes are supposed to be good and they beat them. Last year, the Bills went into Minnesota. And beat Minnesota. And beat them good. And Houston, I'm the idiot for trusting Bill O'Brien, but they lost a horrible game to week three last year, which I now forget who against maybe the Giants. Uh, that absolutely crushed me. So, yeah, week three, you think you know because you're ready to, like, give her because it's like football. But just. Disclaimer, week three. Uh, if people are looking for like what I'm betting on, I've started to release those on Twitter and Instagram on Sunday mornings because we do the live show with Tim and Gary at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. And we're also pretty early in the week here. So yeah, it's like hard we're to not... put your flag in the ground. Yeah, I've only act, really love... in, in full disclosure, I've bet two things so far on the score that I liked. I have two, and I let that know, but you might not want to follow it. No, I mean, I, I'm not going to bet on the Chargers this week. I, I feel like it, when no, you're... That doesn't count. That doesn't Oh, that, count. that's, a, that you're, that's just an auto? What? You're just auto betting on the Chargers every week? I'll get to that game. When was the last time you didn't bet on the Chargers in a week? Like 10 years ago? If they suck, you still get a touchdown. Yeah, I suppose so. But you just take <laughs> the Chargers side every week. No, no, no. There are times where I don't bet, but I would never bet against them. Okay. Ever. It, Atlanta at Indianapolis. Indy's a two-point favorite at home. 46.5 is the over-under here. Atlanta played in the Sunday Nighter and looked kind of good, but also kind of terrible at the same time. Like, what happens if Matt Ryan faces a real pass defense? Is he going to throw 29 interceptions? Like, it was just a really bizarre game. Um, fun to watch, mind you, considering I had Atlanta. That was very nice. But uh, I'm kind of torn on what to do here. So, Tim, we'll throw to you first. Where are you leaning? 
I like the Falcons. Uh, you know, a dome team getting to play on the road. Uh, that's an advantage for the Falcons for one of their road games to be indoors. So they should take advantage of it. They do play better inside. I think the Colts are a good team, but they're limited in a way. I, I, I'll i be curious to see how their back end handles uh, uh, Atlanta's uh, pass attack. I, I, I can certainly see the Falcons breaking a couple. And just, you know, when it boils down, I think the Falcons are the better football team. And I don't even have to lay a field goal indoors. So in those circumstances, I, I liked Atlanta's start of the year. They showed me something last week. That was a critical game for them to get off the mat, and they did precisely that. So I am going to roll with them in this game. One of the big things that I noticed from this slate, because I'm thinking about it in the context of like trying to cobble together seven games to fill out my Super 7 sheet, and there's not seven games that I like on this slate. So I'm going to take Indy here. I just think that they're, they're going to be able to get to Matt Ryan, and I do think that their back end is equipped to at least limit what Ridley and Jones are up to. Tim's right that they can just experience big play after big play, but Matt Ryan doesn't look sharp. They have absolutely no running game, and the one thing that really kills Atlanta that Philadelphia was just not able to take advantage of, probably due to an immense amount of injuries to all of their good offensive players, is that I think Marlon Mack is going to have a big game against the Falcons here, and if they can do that run the ball effectively, throw to Hines out of the backfield or whoever like non-T.Y. Hilton players can actually like step up, whether it be Adventures of Superman, Dion Kane or Paris Campbell or Ebron or Doyle. One of these guys needs to step up and compliment Hilton in this way. Just for a second, get away from the pressure. The offensive line is still pretty good. I don't think that Atlanta's pass rush is all that great. I like the minus two. I agree with you, but I'm going to, Beyond Indy, but I got a bit of a different case here. For starters, it's their home opener. Sometimes you think week three, everyone's had them. There are a few teams out there that that haven't. Uh, so check mark um, for Indy in that. Next, next three games are all home openers. I think the spread is off. I think Atlanta is just so overrated by the general public because they have so many guys on fantasy teams. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Tim talks about the back end. I think the Indianapolis back end might be the most underrated unit in football. It's not like they gave up 13 or 14 passing touchdowns last year. That unit is rock solid. And the pass rush only got better. And there's not a many, uh, listen, I, I know they got the safety hooker, but and uh, there's not a lot of uh, names back there. I mean, the big concern about this game, this would be real money at minus two if I knew Leonard was playing. And that we'll, guy we'll is, find out. That guy is everything. He's playing to me that they should have been favored by at least the three points uh, for being the home team. I don't think there's much of a talent discrepancy um, here outside of a couple positions. The fantasy ones, quarterback and receiver, are the only positions I give Atlanta an edge in this game. Uh, so I would take Indy, and if Leonard plays, I could bet money on it. Uh, the coin is going with Indianapolis as well, so it's a round of Indianapolis minus Cust, who's riding the Falcons. Maybe the only reason the Falcons ended up winning last week is Tim pick, picked against them. Maybe maybe that's, that's a reason. That's not true. Too. You did. I picked the Falcons. You had the Falcons? I thought you had Philly. No, I, I think Falcons. I was the only one of the group that had Philly. Uh, the coin was doing it too. Oh, that's a good one. I'm getting Cuss Corner topic sent to me via text right now. That's a really good boom. I, I actually have a group chat uh, with people that encounter you in day-to-day -day life, and they send me things that you do. Who's on this? We're we'll talking about this later. You, I, I don't. You, you I don't, can't. Well, you why, can't why know that. What? Why do these threads need to? Why do people need to be feeding you intel? Well, because they they, they want it to be. They enjoy the show. They want to make the show better. Fine.
Game of the week is up next. It's like when Jason Kaplan sends a note to Stern about like uh, what someone did on the weekend. Baltimore at Kansas City. They will not give the entire touchdown to Kansas City. They are favored by six and a half. I believe this is their home opener. It is 55. They were in Oakland last week in Jacksonville in week one. So, yes, it, it is their home opener at Arrowhead. 55. I bet you that gets bet up because everyone's just going to take the over in this game. I think this boils down to – remember last year in this spot, I really liked Baltimore to upset Kansas City with that like but, weir- weird type of offense that they played. I actually think that their offense is much better this year in Baltimore now that it's actually tailored to Lamar Jackson. However, the style that they play might not be the best way to beat Kansas City. And I'm not sold on the Ravens' defense. I don't think it's that great. I think they get credit for being the Baltimore Ravens, and people think that they're really good. But, oh, oh good, that they shut down Miami congratulations that that's fantastic news a good job on that one but they didn't look super sharp against Kyler Murray last week now they got Patrick Mahomes getting me Eric Fisher should be back for this game as well so I like the Chiefs minus six and a half I think the Chiefs are a cut above the Ravens I think the Ravens are good but Kansas City is one of the best three teams in the league the Ravens and I will even say through this week it will be hardened for me to really know what they are because I give nothing to week one I don't care how good it looked um Last week, some question marks. And if they get stomped in Kansas City at Arrowhead for a home opener, that's not really going to tell me much either. Uh, I do agree with a lot of your sentiment. They got one chance, and it would probably be the Lamar backdoor down, you know, down 13. That's what you're betting on to me if you're betting Baltimore. So for that, give me the Chiefs to just pull away. And this could be the first opportunity to see Lamar having, having to pass the defense knowing he's going to pass because the Chiefs are up 20 to 7. There is a circumstance in this game where Baltimore's offense and just the the new skill players that they have around Lamar Jackson that Kansas City is just wildly unprepared for what they're going to experience in this game and Baltimore goes out and wins by two touchdowns. I think that's on the table. I think Baltimore's very live in this game. I just think if we play it out 100 times, that Kansas City covers this number, what, 52% of the time, something like that. It doesn't strike me like this is going to be a field goal game, does it? Like e- no. either, e- either way, it feels like a touchdown or more. Uh, I, I mean, in I my was case, really I tempted to take Baltimore, but I think the Chiefs, you kind of said it, they are cut above. So the last two weeks, I have... Uh, Nailed myself <clears throat> by teasing against Kansas City. And uh, so I will not make that mistake again. Okay. I will uh, learn my mistake. I will tease the Chiefs down. And we'll do a six-point tease. Uh, that's the way I'm playing it this week. I have a five-team tease, a six-pointer. So we're going to tease Kansas City down. I think they're the better team. I like – I mean, these are, this is one and two in the MVP race. I think it will be all year between – right now, at least the way things are looking between Mahomes and Jackson, unfortunately. Uh, that's yeah, – I, I still think – I think Rivers has got a chance to get in this. I think Dak has a chance to get in this. Okay. Uh, about, I, I still think. What about Jameis? I listen. I think Jameis. The the division is wide open for them. They should be the betting favorite to win the division at this point. There's actually still they, huge odds on them, but you wouldn't take it. Which so would be worry. silly. Which would be silly because. Yeah, but don't worry, you wouldn't bet it. I, I like their chances, but anyway, I, I anyway I think this should be a great game. Like you said, it's, it's the it's the marquee game if the, if there were one, and. Yeah, the Chiefs are just better on the front end. Better, like their defense has got some issues, sure, but you know, no team can go uh, pound for pound with the Chiefs when it comes to trying to you know score explosively in big plays. No one quite has that skill set. So, I am going to take uh, the Chiefs in this game, lay the six and a half. 
I think the under gets, oh, sorry, the over comes in and uh, I am teasing him down because I cannot possibly imagine them losing this game. I oh, not you, you can't you can't imagine them losing. No, I this really game? can't. Not their home opener in oh, Arrowhead. Yeah, but should I change my pick? But like, won't uh, all the fans like just be not feeling well from eating all that gross barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> that that really stirred a reaction from the audience last week, Tim. You it, you it, taking Heinz sauces as your some people were calling it Tim's worst take of the year, <laughs> oh, which I is a very that. high bar to cross. I hear it that was bad. So it was bad. I hear it so often. I it just rolls <laughs> off my back when I hear people say those sorts of hyperbolic hyperbolic things. Uh, I mean, I, I think the totals of losing. I can see the Chiefs. Lo- I can definitely see the Chiefs losing this Were game. this game in Baltimore? I, yes, I can see it happening. You in know, the Chiefs Carroll, historically have not been good in their home openers. Really? Uh, yeah. If you want to like ring a map, I mean, I think last year they're a bit of a dominant force. Didn't but, like, uh, didn't Rivers fumble a snap on Monday night in their home opener one time no, on Monday Night Football? It wasn't a home opener. It wasn't anyway. That was, that was their I, home I think it was, the, it was the week Chiefs one. Wasn't it? Really no, it wasn't. All right. This Chief team looks really good. Baltimore like has not December. been tested. Baltimore hasn't been tested yet at all. So uh, we'll, this will be an interesting test for them. So according to Tim, with the way that he's really dishing up this game, I'm going to stick with my KC minus six pick. But the bet here now is Baltimore oh, money line parlayed with the open. under based on if you want to fade the under curse. That might have been a home opener. It was. It was a Monday night game. It was the second half of the stupid doubleheader. But I don't think that because he did that. But you got to talk into the mic, not your hand. We've had a lot of bad incidents there. <laughs> Not last year, but the two-point convert. Oh, yeah. But uh, the coin is taking Baltimore here. Last week, we were able... I wish able... I had the balls to do that. What? Take Baltimore. You can. You're okay, a la- s- switch me. You're switching? You're switching to Baltimore? I've I... already written over Kansas City, so you're officially on Baltimore. <sighs> you said switch it, I switch it. No switching back, because then I won't be able to read it. It looks like <laughs> Dallas now. Last week, we identified the trap game of the week. Uh, we all stayed away from betting, except for you, uh, despite the fact that we still all took the Chargers anyway. There was something weird. Oh, we about- all knew. It was a- yeah, exactly. We all knew that line smelled to high heavens. Yeah, so the, the advice was just stay away from this game um, and don't bet either side. And in the pick them, that, that's the reason why like, you ended up with the five losses. I ended up eight and eight. Like the, They weren't money games whatsoever for us. They didn't even make a final seven as it pertained to it. But I think that this game is the one you got to watch out for here. Cincinnati at Buffalo minus six is the spread. The Bills home. Oh, I disagree. It is 44. I think that Cincinnati covers this game. Cincinnati always beats Buffalo, by the way. It always happens. And people, I I think Buffalo is going to be good this year. I'm not saying that they outright lose this game, but this just screams of weird stuff happening. Uh, I the, This is actually one of the few bets that I've made so far this week. I bet the over. 44. This feels like a defensive touchdown from both teams. And the Bills haven't played a team yet with the speed on offense that Cincinnati can bring. Well, but the Jets actually have a ton of speed on do, offense. Do they? Yeah. Do, okay. T- please inform me about this Jets. Bell team. is one of the fastest running backs in football. Bell is Robbie not, what, Bell is not one of the fastest fast. running backs in football. Yeah. That's not Anderson true. That's just a straight out lie. And is, well, the, I, I guess the difference would be Anderson is fast, but they had a quarterback who's a donkey and Who can't throw him the ball. He wasn't he was sick. sick. No, he got he sick, sick after the fact. No, oh. he was sick then. All right. I will. I'm okay. According to Tim, do you know why now Tim always brings up? And this is a theory stolen from one of our friends. So I, I don't want to give him full credit here because he might not be associated with this in public. But you know how you and Tim always bring up that he's the youngest quarterback in the league, safe space Sam? Do you think he got mono because he has a high school girlfriend? 
I'm, I'm, it's unfortunate what's happened to him. Well, he's very cursed. That's his problem. I still think he's, he'll be all right. Oh, yes. Comment from the audience. Oh, shout out. Um, Comment from the audience, sir. <laughs> I, I just find it interesting in our little private group chat how Jeff revealed this past week that the Jets are his number two team. So, like, all of this Jets love for all of these years, you've been a secret <laughs> Jets fan all of this time that, supporting though. Safe Space That's Sam. I had no idea. Giving, giving no. props to Tim all the time. I, I like, said it like, goes back to, the to people. them. My like for the Jets, and when I say they're my number two team, they're actually my number 32 team because the Chargers go from one to 31. But I know a lot of annoying people who like the Dolphins because in 87, their booby brought them back like a pennant from her like winter <laughs> vacation to Miami. That's why my friend A-Rap loves the Tampa Bay Bucks. And so just annoying, like, Marino, whatever, even past the Marino age. But the Jets would always get them. Like that Jumbo Elliott, like, touchdown. Like, even when the Dolphins were good and underachieved, but they're those really talented teams, the Jets would always get them. And the Jets always earned me from that. So I, I do like the Jets. I also found out I like week. Sam Darnold. He's great. He's, he, I told you he's the key to the Jets tanking and getting a real quarterback, and he truly is at this point. But it, it occurred to me this week that the New York Jets and the Toronto Maple Leafs might be the same franchise. Loser fans, loser fans, um, they haven't won in a half century. Everyone just overrates everything that they do. Like, oh, this is it. It's going to happen. And then it just obviously goes the other way. They're the same franchise. One win. Oh, playing the parade. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Stanley Cup. It's just loser mentality. There's just a stink on these teams. And the fan bases are just horrendous. That's, That's nonsense. <clears throat> in this game... I love the Bills. The Bills are the second part of a six-point tease. Uh, I'm not worried in the least. I just need them to win. Uh, they're, they're not losing. their home opener at Ralph Wilson against a Bengals team, which has been just jet-setting across the country from Seattle to Cincinnati, now to Buffalo. They've crossed the continent uh, in, in two weeks' uh, time. I, <clears throat> I don't think this is a team equipped to handle that type of travel. I don't know. The Bengals are just nothing special. Uh, they played as – okay against the Seahawks obviously but they just got destroyed in their home opener by the 49ers who might actually be a Super Bowl contender so maybe that says less about the Bengals than it does the Niners I don't know but nevertheless I think this Bills team is, is rock solid uh they played perfectly fine last week in a game where you know you thought maybe they might take their foot off the gas knowing how bad the Giants are I, they, they didn't they played fine they won by two touchdowns they did what they had to do uh I like this Bills team a lot. I think this Bills team is probably playoff caliber right now. Okay, He's can we just – I got to cut him off because people need to realize – They played – the Bills no, 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 so far, I, I, the I Bills so far the have played two teams are going to pick maybe top two in the draft. I agree, and I don't even need to make a case. You can mark me for the Bengals because a week ago this line would have been like three and a half. Yeah. But now there's just such a love out there for how good the Bills might be. And I'm a Bills guy, and I said before the year, and I am in the Jets. Team? Yeah, no. The Bills are 33rd. Hold on. <laughs> Because <laughs> they used to beat the Dolphins a lot too, you see. Um, yeah, but because we're so close to them, they like annoyed me. Ah, that makes. But sense. I like, but I want them to do well. Actually, I always cheer for them. I, I have fun always going there. Bills fans, some of the best. Yes, but you don't want to go there like in the other jersey. I'd rather stay home. But you want to go there with your buddies and like be part of what they're about and drink and drink some Baileys out of the bottle, Tim, like we did. I, I always you have a great time. Funnel Baileys. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun time. I got to put this out there, though, so people realize. Tim will now adopt the, the Bills. Bills because the Jets are so fucked, like, circumstantially, 
and, and real, because they weren't good to begin well, with. Well, we can disagree on that. Well, we don't disagree. They're bad. Fine. They were bad. They've There's always been that, okay, bad, fine. and they are bad. To move and now on, they have Columbo starting and, Okay, fine. And I, I can do my Peter Falk lazy, like, glass eye <laughs> impression. Oh, which, which receiver am I throwing to this week? I'm going to solve wow. the mystery. Wow. First, that's an insult to Peter Falk and probably the greatest detective in the history of literature and television. He's better than Sherlock Holmes. Or he he has a glass eye. <clears throat> and I'm just saying, as as he is as he is now your starting quarterback, that's not going to be really good, is it? Uh, just one more thing. He's also 90. That doesn't help either. But no, Peter Falk is, is no longer with us. Oh, I'm sorry, Peter Falk. R.I.P. Peter Peter Falk. So people, it, it was. I love Columbo. It was not meant to be. It was more, meant to be disparaging to Luke Falk, if anyone, and Tim. Not Peter. Who, Falk. Uh, we, you know what? The Bills fans don't deserve to hear me rant about the Jets in their Bill section because they went to the time codes like you asked them to do. Bills fans <laughs> want you to go away, Tim. Well, Bills fans have yes. to accept that if the Jets and Dolphins can't do anything against the Patriots, okay. I am left with no option. This, this is, is not what I said before yes, the show started. But that was also the point I'm trying to make is now he will be Bill's super fan because they are the only hope for his other part of, of the Patriots not winning. So he has to buy fully. He liked the Bills before the year, but now the death of the Jets, like he is fully in on the wagon. Here's the, He's a Bills super fan now. If that's the case, then here's what Tim should be hoping for, is that the Bengals go in and upset Buffalo. Don't tell Morenci. Yeah, 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 seriously. <laughs> Morenci might fly back. I fly up to Tim and just, it's going to be the end to him. But the best case scenario for Tim's ideal situation where the Bills can challenge the Patriots is they lose outright this week to the Bengals and the Patriots just kind of cakewalk into next week and are not prepared for how good this defense is. The reason I like the Bengals to cover the six here is because I like their big play capability with their speed, and I don't think that... The Bills have seen the kind of speed that can actually complete a pass against them so far this year. They've been living off softies so far. And Josh Allen's prone to turn the ball over three times. Like, I love Josh Allen, but he's good at giving the other team points. (laughs) He also makes plays that they're not human. I I agree. But I like the over of 44. That's where I would Uh, I actually think the Bills win the game, but I think it's going to be really close. So Cincinnati for you and I, the yeah. coin is taking Buffalo. Tim is taking Buffalo. And Buffalo's on the teaser. I'm feeling good Would about Would this it. get higher, you think? No way. Like, I, I, I made... honestly don't know. People, There's a love affair. Conclusions with... have been made about a... the Bills. That they beat two, the two crappy New York teams. Actually, they're not the real. They beat the but two crappy New Jersey teams. I do want to say you would have said um, three weeks ago that they might have the best defense in football. I think I've said that two of the past two weeks. I think their so defense is I'm excellent. just saying they're playing well, but they are also set up to play well and potentially yeah. keep playing well. So I, I'm not well, discounting. This is like, I'm buying into what's yeah, but going b- on. Before, like, the, I don't want to lay six. Look, the Bills were my super lock last week. I believe in this Bills defense almost more than anything. But now we're asking them to win by six or yeah. more points. Yeah. They're yeah. not a team yeah. super set up to win by six or more points. Yeah. No, but I'm this with you. Bills I'm on... defense, like, you could create in a lab a defense more suited to play oh, with This God. is the dude, Bills, oh. and your fans... That is that is a death nail sentence when he starts talking about the prototypes and the labs. Remember, that's a second it goes downhill. Yeah, what, what happened to the Jets' top five receiving core? He's only doing this because he's jealous. Jealous? Yeah. Last year before the Chargers playoff game against the Patriots, we did that show, he pretty much said the Chargers will were perfectly designed. If built in a lab to design a team to beat the Patriots, <laughs> it was last year's Chargers. <laughs> I stand by that. 
Chargers <laughs> had a bad game. The Chargers just had a bad game. That happened. I'm crying. See, that's a good one. If you want to put the time codes in for like clips, Jeff's already crying on the show. Well, that would be a good no, one. This week hurt more than that game, I tell you. We'll talk about that soon. Denver at Green Bay is up next. Packers favored by seven and a half, 42 and a half is the game total. The other trappy game that we talked about last week was Chicago and Denver, and that was just an absolute stay away. That was also an absolute shit show of a game, especially down the stretch. Like Just shenanigans. It, it's funny because Bears betters got bailed out on the extra point when they missed it, but then there was the uh, they went for two, and then there was going to be no way that the Bears could cover because they were either going to get it or they weren't yeah. going to get it. And then they got pushed back, and then they missed the extra point, but then there was the offside. So their best-case scenario to cover that game was going to overtime to cover the two-and-a-half, and they ended up tying it up, uh, or getting the two, so then they had to march down the field and kick the field goal. But that was a nonsense roughing the passer call, which extended that drive. And I'm not, even sure, I'm not even sure that there was a second left on the clock when they called timeout. There and the wasn't. Fact, and the fact there they was. didn't review it was just insane. And the fact that Allen Robertson didn't just drop to his knees immediately after catching it so they could call timeout. He took like a two, he tried to shimmy, take a step, and then he ended up going down. Like, I don't know what's going on with the Bears or the Broncos. It's really confusing. I think... I like the Packers in this game, but I don't love it. Again, it's hard for me to find seven games I really like here. I'm going to take Green Bay. I just think that they're better, and Flacco absolutely reeks. I'm going to go on the other side, and I might actually bet this game in favor of the Broncos. I look at it simple. Um, I do still believe the Broncos have a very competent, good defense. You can't find the last time the Packers scored more than like 20 or 21 points in a football game. The Packers well, they scored 21 points last week. More. So I don't think it'll, I think Denver can get to the number that will cover this football game. I really do. So you think if Denver gets to 10 points, they cover this game? They get to 13 or 14, yeah. I don't know if they can get to 13 or 14. This defense is good on the Packers side. I bet them the first two weeks. I'm so mad I didn't make it my super lock because I was pussyfooting about like a half point. Although I think I got lucky to even get the cover in real life. Minnesota the way that them, game like kind of ended. Though. Minnesota just shot themselves in the foot over and over and over. They have a bad quarterback, and it happened again. And the Broncos have a bad quarterback, uh, and that's why many, we're this is take, too many points. This it may too be. Many points. I wouldn't bet the minus eight, but I tell you what, I, we, we well we have it at minus seven and a half. So you're looking at the wrong side again. We will tease this one right down though, because one thing I can say for certain is that Joe Flacco is not going into Lambeau and winning. And so the Packers will be the third end of this five-team tease because I'm not worried. I have zero fear that that Joe Flacco is going to come into Green Bay and win this game. He has, you know, if Fangio you know, knows how to prepare for Rodgers, as good as probably any coordinator in the league, also he should have been able to prepare to absolutely uh, finish off the Bears. And the Bears he did. He knocked the crap out of the quarterback, and they got bailed out on three different lucky things, and they I'm still covered saying, the real what? line. Well, they just the covered that line. line. The they covered line. all the lines. Oh. I find Denver a very Sunday. difficult team to back because offensively they have no firepower. And when that's the case, like yeah, it's fair. really hard yeah. to get behind a team like that. I find it funny that you make these statements. I mean, the free money we always just assume is a joke, but no way that you can see things happening. This is coming from you, by the way. I'm aware. I know it's my vocal cords that are moving. I'm do do you? I'm well, moving. I mean, at some point in time, you thought that the screen was actually mimicking your vocal cords. So I, don't I know wasn't what the you only know. one, by the way. People said at the, afterwards they actually thought the same thing. People or a person? 
who's no, also, no, who's also an idiot. People DM me about it. Wait, can you at least showcase these DMs from time to time? Because no one believes you. You're just a liar. No, I don't need to. I, I People DM me in confidence. I don't need to then reveal them. Yeah, so it doesn't happen is what you're saying. It happens. So, anyway, do you think I'm wrong? Like, do you really see Green Bay losing this game at home to the Broncos? It's an NFL game. I can see anyone losing to anyone. Sure. I mean, yes, of course. There's always like a 5% chance. It's not a 5 but win. it's not a 5% chance. Jeff, what's the actual percentage do you think on this game that the Broncos went 25% of the time? 20% of the time? In, a, in like real probability. Tim yeah, says it's just 5%. Based on the money line would be uh, like minus 320. Is that what it is? It's minus 370. Oh. Um, yeah, so yeah, Vegas is telling under you under more than twenty five percent of the time. Yeah, it's, it's around twenty five percent of the time that the Broncos win. This I don't game. see it. Ha- okay, well, I don't see it happening, and that's my position. Okay. Next game: Detroit and Philly. I don't know who and who is not playing for Philly at this point, but they are favored by nine and a half I at don't home. Know what to do here? I'm, they're favored by six and a half. Sorry, at home against the Lions. Forty six and a half is the over under. Jeff, you watched an awful lot of these Lions last week. They're not good, but. Somehow they beat your team. Are you listening to me at all? Yeah, my phone's going to die, so I had to take my notes. Oh, okay. Um, tell, tell us what you saw from this Detroit team. I saw nothing. They and like I to run like, the ball I up. Like, the- I like them to cover this game. The Eagles seem to be in a lot of trouble at the moment. Uh, if we recorded two hours ago, this might have said minus. Uh, I might be getting the plus seven. So people are coming in on Detroit. Yeah, people really like Detroit. The Eagles got a lot of injuries in multiple areas. I think it sets up well for Detroit to uh, keep this a close game. Winston doesn't look himself. I and actually, the Eagles play I a. Wentz looks okay. The Eagles play a huge game the week after. It's escaping me. It's not Dallas. Do they play Green Bay on Thursday night? Is that the game? Could be it. They do. They do. They host Green Bay. Oh, sorry. They're going to Lambeau so Thursday. Teams like don't even covering on your Sunday before a Thursday. It's not kind. The only team to do it of the four this year so far is Jacksonville. Uh, last week with the cover. Um, yeah. Give me Detroit. I wish it was the seven. In real life, those sevens, if you like it, you should bet it. And I, I have one in, actually. So I have bet Detroit plus seven real life. It's weird. Like, Detroit has played, too, I mean, the tied week one. They played another close game in week two, and that kind of goes to their strategy of they're just going to run the ball up the middle for basically nothing every single play and milk the clock out of this game. But even if Deshaun Jackson's not there, and even if Elshon Jeffrey's not there, and Ertz is banged up, and Goddard's not going to end up playing this game, I bet you one of those three ends up going. It's the it's the defense that really worries me with the Eagles, Tim. Like they're already down a few defensive linemen. Their secondary is just absolutely atrocious. Really, You were worried that on fourth down when the whole world knew they were going to have to throw to Julio Jones, they let Julio Jones go for 70 yards and a touchdown. Well, they could have that concerning do you? I mean, they could have just thrown a hail Mary to Kevin, Calvin Ridley, which also probably would have been caught. And he would have been kept wide burning open. that poor cornerback over and over again. Ryan just couldn't hit him. My gracious. Yeah. Cause Ryan uh, might not be good. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, well, he is. He was the MVP a couple years ago. Yeah, well, this isn't a couple. Uh, you realize this isn't a couple of years ago, right? This I is know, now. He later, he, he, anyway, we're not talking about Matt Ryan. We're talking about this game. I haven't the slightest earthly idea what to do with it. I find it the hardest game of the week to pick. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles just because I I continue to not think this Detroit team is very good. I know they're 1-0-1, but you know, I, I think the Eagles are at home again this week. And or Sorry, they're at home this week. Instead of being on the road, that helps them. The Lions are a dome team. They're going outdoors. The advantage there would be to the the Eagles. And that's 
I mean, because I can't figure it out and I'm not having to lay the full seven, I'll just take Philly here for the purposes of the show. Yeah, I'm going to take Philly as well. I just think better quarterback, far superior coach, home field, unless yep. Gall- unless Galladay just goes bonkers down the field over and over again, which is possible in this game. Uh, I think that Philly should cover this number, although I, I haven't been super impressed with them, but they really probably should have. Like Aguilar makes that catch and doesn't drop it down the, like, down the sidelines. They win that game on Sunday night. Yeah, they, probably. Or if they could play a little bit of defense. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, this will be a no-bet game for me, but Philly for me, Philly for Tim, Philly for the coin. Jeff is on Detroit. Miami at Dallas. Oh, Lord. Minus 21 and a half. Over-under is 47. Tim's fantasy superstar, Michael Gallup, is now out two to four weeks. But now, now we get Devin Smith, which is really nice. Uh, I'm going to make this very quick. I've taken Miami the first two weeks because they're like, hey, how can teams not cover? I'm now doing the opposite. Until Miami can cover one of these stupid lines, I'm picking against them. I'm taking Dallas. I don't think this one's enough, Dallas. Agreed. Until I see Miami play like a professional team. Yeah, they have to, yeah exactly. They exactly. have to actually show me some life and whatsoever. I'm going to – I mean, I could be quick – because he'll have a lot to say. I like the Jets in the next game because I actually think they care and will try, even though yeah, how like, screwed I, they I, are. I, I do think that there is a level of caring there that it's not the same. It's not the same as what's going on I, in Miami. I did Miami promise makes myself, zero effort. Zero. I couldn't lay two 20-digit spreads this week, but I knew I'd have to lay one of them. We're just going to lay Dallas. Dallas is my suicide pick this week as well. Dallas is was, my suicide yeah, pick as well. Same. Let's talk. It's going to get pretty boring, I think, if Miami is what they are. Well, they go yeah, on they, by in like no. week five, and then what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, when they play the Bills the second time in the Patriots again, No, I mean, the, the Miami has a win on the schedule. They'll beat the Jets, which is going to be hilarious. It's, start, it's starting to look that way. Well, they play the Giants as well. They play the Chargers next week. week. They can win. What are you talking about? We're, if there's a team capable, it's us. Come on now. They're not that intercursed, unless Rivers, like, you know has a heart attack this well week or i can't take the chargers in the super in the suicide next week because i've already used them <laughs> it, it is the move like in these like we already talked about like fancy plays in suicide leagues you got real fancy and you got lucky last week because the jags probably should have won that game yeah. uh if you know we had super you know 16k cameras maybe it would have shown Fournette was in i don't know maybe they just call a better play at the goal line from two yards out maybe they win that game either way I think you just pick against Miami until they show some sign of being a normal. I'm not talking about like they go out and, you know, they have to come within like two seconds of winning a game. Just don't lose by 35 points every week until that's the case. I don't care if you have to burn New England, which we did, or burn Dallas or whatever. Just pick against Miami every week. That's the move. Like you don't need to be like, oh, well, Philly's a six and a half point favorite. Take Philly. That could work. That sounds like a recipe for getting yourself knocked out. Yeah, it also sounds it also sounds like a recipe of our the five hundred man pool being chopped four hundred and twenty ways. Whatever. I'm just maybe when you get to the end of the season and you run out of the teams that are playing against Miami because you've already used them, that's when you have to make a more concrete stand. But the whole key to these eliminators haven't used them if you're which every single person has seems to forget every single year. Just stay alive as long as possible. It's survive and advance. That's the name of the game. Worry about next week, next week. Yeah. Exactly. I, don't don't worry about game. burning the I couldn't teams. stand when we now, used you to work in that. When, and I say, when we used to work in that newsroom and some of those, I'll call them kids because I'm older than them. They like had their survivor. Like they'd show you like week one who they planned on using every week. I mean, we, oh. say, we say it on the show. 
Not week one. You don't like know who you want to use week fourteen. Oh yeah, they would have it the entire schedule. And, like Ben broke is that reason? Like there's so many variables. Yeah, Team A sucks. Team Y is amazing. Like well, I should I say that, but like I love playing that game when the schedule comes out. So I, but perhaps I should don't. That's not that's different. Yeah, well, you anyway, do pick your you survivor gotta, every week. This week you got to take Dallas, or if you still have the Patriots, you take the Patriots. One of those two picks are the only picks on the board worth taking. I agree. Uh, next game, the New York Jumbo Jets, Tim, uh, at the New England Patriots. Minus 22 and a half, over under 43 and a half. I kind of like the over here because the Patriots might score more than 40, 43 and a half points. I like New England to cover the spread. Nick Falk or Columbo or whoever the hell this guy is, he is god awful. Like he's legit. He, play, bad. he did not play. He did not play badly last night. He was not their problem. Yeah, he, he's good, Tim. He's he's great. Oh, Washington State takeover. Tim was yeah. messaging us during the Monday night game, uh, telling us how this is setting up exactly like the Thursday night game against the Browns last year when Baker came in for the rebound to come back and beat the Jets. That he thought that Nick Folk. What's the, what the fuck is the guy's name? Luke Falk? Luke Falk. Yeah, Luke Falk. He, he said that Luke Falk was going to come in and do the exact same thing to the Browns. He can only complete one pass behind the line of scrimmage to Le'Veon Bell. Do you want to know? That's it. Every single golf bet that I made this week, I parlayed with the Browns money line yesterday. Smart. And it took each of them up about like... Four or five points? More? More, more, more. Like, the money line? Yeah. No. Oh. Like a 33 to one became like a 46 to one. Okay. 47, I 48 like to one. I had not a doubt. I w- yeah. I mean, I think the defense played hard last night and they did. I mean, they had, they were giving the, the Browns were getting punts and having pretty short fields for a good amount of the evening. It, it helped out that the Browns quarterback played very poorly. Well, I, I agree with Tim. I, I, I don't think, I don't think that they looked impressive, but I, don't necessarily agree with the amount of times that Tim is talking about. Like they stalled them and they had to punt. I think one of the reasons that they continued to punt on fourth down and short from midfield was like, well, the Jets aren't moving the ball. Let's just kick it to yeah, them and then we'll get no, it back. And the Jets half. were giving the Browns short fields too. Like I thought the defense. But, no, that, that's why. That, that's that's why I'm. That's why I'm saying They're that like the Browns saying, continued to touchdown. punt. Try like yeah, go march. Try to get it out yeah. of your end zone. Go nuts. Yeah, you, no. you take away the one brain fart uh, touchdown, the little screen pass to Beckham. And that game is 16 to three. Like, yeah, the Jets did not play well. The defense played fine. Now, this is a big number, and I am very concerned about it. I will take the Jets against the number, but I wouldn't bet it. Uh, I don't feel that confidently about it. Patriots could certainly cover it. Uh, I mean, the, the Jets haven't won in Foxborough since, I believe, the 20, the year that we beat Manny winning? Moss. Why is so, even the word win in the sentence? Like, so, I mean, that's how poorly we play in Foxborough. Like, we don't even come close. Of course, we had our, we had a game stolen from us a couple of seasons ago. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're going to lose comfortably. The question is, do we lose by seventeen and we get the cover, or do we lose by forty five? I I mean, I don't think the Jets are as bad as the Dolphins. So like, no, they're worse. No, no, no. I don't they know. try. They'll try to. They, which, which makes it even sadder, Jeff. Agree. They're gonna try and be just as bad. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. Dolphins don't have. I'm going to take the points with the team that's trying versus the Dolphins. It's not even a question. Like the so Jets I'm, still have Bell. They still have Anderson. They but still I want to say them. I might regret this because I made uh, a halftime wager last night on Jets second half team total under seven and a half. Oh, that's a smart bet. And I got nervous, but they stalled out and they had to go for some fourth downs that, you know. Yeah, but, and but Bell they, fumbled it to. Yeah, yeah. Closer, had he not fumbled it down there. I don't know. 
it was very tough to watch. This game will also be tough. To I feel watch. bad for you a little bit. To be I honest. do not. Paul, Paul feels so bad about Tim and what's happened to the Jets is that he writes tweets and then deletes them before he sends them because it's just too sad at this point. I am not one of those people. <laughs> it's true, Tim. I care. I appreciate that. I appreciate your uh, your sensitivity. I had Peterman before, so I can relate. It's, and, it's, and I got to say, painful. for all that. For all the hell that I personally, my perception feels that the Chargers have been through, I, I feel better because there are so many teams that have been dealt like season-ending yeah, blows. Yeah, but, but what we've talked about is that the Andercurse yeah. on the Chargers is just going to get worse yeah, and yeah. worse and worse every single week. And it's happening yeah. every single week. I mean, it's something a, more worse happens to them. It's a death by a thousand cuts. As we joked about last week when we said every team you sort of praised in week one completely fell on their face except the Chargers. But don't worry. It's going to just be the most painful existence and it was followed. Oh, we'll get there, but it was followed up with maybe the most painful loss in a long time for me. I've never played a ten-point teaser before. Oh, I have. Can you do a two-game ten-point teaser? But you lose on a tie, so be careful. That's okay. But like, can you do a no. two? Yeah, it has no. to be a three-team, yeah. right? Okay. I was gonna say because if you could play a ten-point teaser with these two games, that would be the move. Because you, you, everyone would take Dallas minus eleven and a half, and everyone would take New England minus twelve and a half, wouldn't they? They would. Like if those, if, there's if, not if, really if much were, on if, this board. I want those, a 10 if point those were the lines for these games, you would pick the two favorites, wouldn't you? Oh, if the spreads were ten and a, like normal, yeah, good teams. Oh, yes, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, I, so, I mean, I think if Sam were in this game, this game would probably we only be twelve or thirteen. Probably even be lower because we probably would be two and zero oh if he was healthy and played both weeks. That, that just shows you how important he is to this team. This team goes that, from that, 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 that that's your sad, pathetic attempt to have some sort of like, oh yeah, in theoretical games that I mean, one of them he fucking played in and lost because yeah, but he was sick. He, he wasn't sick. Record. He wasn't sick. He sucks. Does this sound no, like a guy who's uh, who's over what has happened? I mean, the only person Listen, who might be less hurts. the only person who's less over what's going on with the Jets than Tim is Meter Made Fred. That's it. <laughs> Stop calling him that. Listen. Does it hurt? Yes, it is going to continue to hurt for a while. But I have at least come to terms with the fact that it's not going to get better this season, that my hopes have been dashed. And so now I have to turn my energies in a negative direction and start cheering against the teams I don't like. Yeah, but now you're hurting Paul, poor Paul's feelings by jumping on the Bills bandwagon. Well, I mean, in a circum, I mean, I don't particularly like the Buffalo Bills as a franchise, but they will, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh, they're my my they're my best hope. So we'll see you next week. I, I I'm good hopeful. luck, Bills. Well, did you also see a very very underrated Ander curse happen this week? Is that uh, Tim pointed out that Jamal Adams is the best safety in football today? He demands his release. <laughs> That's not what happened at all. That's what you said, and now he, he wants off the team. His, he did not demand his release. That's what reports are saying. When did that come? That, that wasn't what he said earlier today. Yeah, well, he took New York Jets off his Instagram and Twitter. As but apparently, he never followed them on IG. Mm. Yeah, not, but it's he's not, not a, following. It said that he played yeah. for the Jets, and he took that out of his bio. Tim's sounding like a, a lover scorned here. He's taken the Jets out of his profile, which is a pretty uh, funny uh, thing to do. I, I can't right now. It's just too embarrassing to be associated with Tim and the Jets. <sighs> Whatever. Sure. It's funny. I went on ESPN last night, and the lead story was, "Are the Jets cursed?" I was like, "Yeah, of course they are." <laughs> oh, I am so in. Bad. I am in blood. So far, stepped in. 
as Macbeth would say. Before we went on air, he said he was finding Zen about the whole situation. I am Sounds trying like to find it. Zen. I am trying to find Zen. I know it's not going to get better. Like, there's no hopes to get up anymore. Uh, it's, 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 it, I don't know if it's Zen or just a sense of nihilism that is just not going to get better. I feel better. bad. September 17th. Don't feel bad for him. Look, look <laughs> what he's doing to your team. It's just like Paul. Paul doesn't want you. Know, Paul's got trying to be nice to him. What does Tim do? Goes on Paul's team and curses them. Yeah, I'm not deleting shit anymore. Okay. Final game of the early slate. I like the distribution between the games. This is very nice. Yes, it's much better than ha- last week at 10 2 o'clock games. That's craziness. This way is a lot more balanced. Oakland at Minnesota. Minnesota is favored by eight in this game. 43 is the over-under. Two things of note here from the Oakland side of the ball. Josh Jacobs is dealing with a groin injury. No word on if he's going to play or not. Tyrell Williams dealing with a hip pointer. No word on if he's going to play or not. I'd say they probably do play, but I have no confidence in saying that at this point. Hates a lot. So I want to hear from Tim. I assume this is your super lock since you hate Minnesota and love Oakland. Quite the opposite. We're going to play the Vikings in this game. I think the injuries are significant. Playing on the road like that matters. Uh, And uh, we are going to tease the Minnesota Vikings down as well. Uh, Not that I particularly have any love for this Vikings team. I think it is uh, offensively quite challenged. I think they have a couple of good playmakers, but their quarterback kills them. Their defense is still still pretty, pretty darn sturdy. We've seen that two weeks in a row. The Raiders are not at full strength. We've yet to see Oakland on the road. We'll see how they are as a road team. I suspect they're a, a, a smidge worse on the road than home, as many teams are. So eight's a lot. I would not bet it at eight, but I would tease it down, and I feel good about it because basically I'm just saying I need the Vikings to win the ball game. I, I do think the Vikings will win the game at home. Uh, the coin is taking Oakland here, Jeff. I don't know what to do in this game. I can see Oakland keeping this close. I like Minnesota here. I might actually bet the game. It comes down to a couple things for me. Um we all know, like, for obvious reasons, Oakland had a fire under their ass and had that great week one performance, and, you know, they started with some effort last week. Oh, Paul brought this up, actually. Remember last year we talked about Matt Nagy and the Bears offense, how through, like, the first half of the first quarter, everything looked really good. Like, they were able to script all these plays. Oakland has come out of the gate fire on their scripted plays for the first two games of the season and been kind of a disaster afterwards. Okay. And this, you're going to go into my next point. I'm going to make this bet based on one number. Mike Zimmer against the spread as head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, 53 and 28. I think the Raiders coaching is a joke. I think the Raiders, well, they looked capable. I think it's all, they're soon going to realize what sort of shit storm they're in. There's a few things. Minnesota. I, I know I give Tim a hard time on some of this stuff. He might have had, he may, might have been onto something here after he reversed his position on Kirk Cousins, then tripled down on it. He has not looked good. Get off fucking Facebook Messenger. Do you need to have it open while we do the show? Are you chatting with others? Who do you, who uses Facebook? Like grandmas? Oh, we, we use Facebook oh. Messenger as a as a group chat. It's very easy to do. Like this group chat you've got of people he's, talking he's about. Trying to, yeah, he's trying to hunt out the rat, I think. I need but, to know who's on this thread, actually. I'm very interested. It's it's probably everyone you absolutely think is <laughs> Um, I saw what you did there. The Oakland uh, secondary. You can't is, fool me. Yeah, I can't fool you at all, can we? Uh, the Oakland secondary is actually the best part of their defense. They can't get to the passer, but if they can just limit Delvin Cook, I think they can keep it within a touchdown. I do. Like, one of those things where they have no chance to win the game, but the game is just weirdly close. 
It feels like one of those. Yeah, games. I do agree. This is a game I will probably have on my Sunday two banger. I got to find a partner for it. But I in terms of in terms of my 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 win confi- my win confidence when talking about spreads that aren't in the twenties, this would be my highest win confidence. But like you know, remember Jeff mentioned how bad week three is for him and that Minnesota at home in oh, week three shit. last year. Okay, yeah, what did I got to rein it in? Thank you for the life jacket. I will not swim without a without a vest this I, week. I'm going to take Oakland plus eight. Don't feel good about it. Like I said, I don't feel good about any of these. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be hard to find seven, but I'll find seven losers anyway, I promise. All right, so we're in between the after the morning and the afternoon slate. I got three things here for Tim, by the way, uh, that, that were pitched to me. One, maybe you can describe this. You know Tim puts kosher salt on his hot dogs? I don't really understand it. I know, like, the all-beef kosher hot dog is is a five-star wiener. It is. But do you like, have, even... Do you need to put extra salt on hot dogs? I, I don't know why he's, like, trying to, like... What brand hot dog do you, do you rock? Uh, I like Top Dogs. You realize you're older than six years old, right? Whatever. I like hot, I like top dogs. I also like to see. Put, I um, thought he top, was gonna like shock me and give me some like higher end like kosher Jewish no no brand. A, if we've learned anything from Tim, <laughs> he's like the lowest of the low, <laughs> like any product. <laughs> <But> why? <laughs> I like the ones in Costco too. Uh, and following up from last week with the oil discussion that we were talking about, did you see what he said he's doing? Did you miss this? Oh, yeah, yeah. So instead of balsamic vinegar mixed with the oil, canola, right? he said he's going to use canola oil and malt vinegar and then use toasted bread for dipping. Did you actually do that? I haven't done it yet. My The whole argument was about whether I thought that would be an, an adequate okay. replacement. Can I tell you something? Do you want to you, – you put that like – Wait, can I tell you something? Yeah. You have a big pen line down the middle of your head from going like this. <laughs> where is it you got it oh, where? how big could it have been yeah, I just I noticed it you t- slice up one of those french baguettes you drizzle it with olive oil you do the sea salt and you put it in like the toaster oven for a few minutes oh yeah 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 nothing, nothing involving canola oil or malt vinegar no I was going <laughs> no, to take Texas toast put it in the toaster Cut it into squares or points. When you but, say Texas toast, you're just buying Wonder Bread Texas toast style, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, and then, I didn't. Whoa, 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 no, let, let it finish. Toast it up, cut it into either squares or wedges, and then in a little container. Instead of using extra virgin, I mean, in my opinion, basically oil is oil is oil. So <laughs> all of oil can be easily replaced with like canola oil or vegetable oil. Like that's fine. And then yeah, I, I think malt vinegar is better than balsamic vinegar. I, I think that the, it tastes much better. So. What's the difference? It's oil, it's vinegar, it's bread. If I liked it one way, it won't be as good, perhaps, sure. But it's 80% of the way. And if you're in a rush and you want something tasting and quick, well, whatever. That's what you get around the house. Why, why do you have to be in a rush to do this? What would be the difference than <laughs> actually buying the real thing? No, when he said this the first time, he said he was going to cut it into triangles and squares because it's fancy. It is fancy. Also, That's how people anytime, hold on. Anytime you bashed him for like his <laughs> shitty food things, he always, and part of his defense for it is in a rush, like microwaving that revolting stuff. And we talk like about Tim having all yeah. the time in the world to go stand in line at <laughs> banks, but he can't make himself a meal. 
just you know, it's about being resourceful. That's what you got around the house. I think it's a, you can pinch hit with that, and it's fine. I think you would basically say, you know what, this is almost as good as the stuff you get at those fancy Italian places. That's all. But we like we pizza just got, delight. Yeah, like pizza Fan, delight. Those fancy Italian places. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing that I found out about Tim. Do you know he boils his water for ice? That is yes, I do. A lot of of restaurants do. That way it's perfectly clear. Okay, if restaurants do that, and that's how they make their ice, why don't you take a tip from restaurants when serving food? I I don't know what you mean. Like, you do, like, the low-budget knockoff version of what restaurants do. It's a DVOA of Like, But, like, you're at home. Who cares? Well, like I'm in no rush to make ice. But so. you're in a rush to make all your food, but to make ice, it's it's a 20-minute process? <laughs> if I'm going to have ice, I'd like it to be clear. I don't like ice cubes where you can like see the white lines in the middle. That that bothers me. I prefer my ice cubes to be clear. Uh, call me old-fashioned, if you will. That's what I like. I need to have the fanciest ice cubes to go along with my malt, vinegar, and canola oil dipping for bread. That's so insane. And it seems very millennial to boil your ice cube water. Well, he also talked about how he... Tim also brushes his teeth with bottled water, so I guess that makes sense. Not bottled water, water from a cooler. (laughs) What's... I don't understand. Like, that's crazy talk, boiling your water to make ice cubes. Generally, the only time that people make ice cubes is because they realize that they're out of ice cubes and want one, so they just immediately go to the tap, fill it up, and throw it in the freezer, and hopefully it gets done quickly enough. I, I think that's how you experience Jeff, it. Jeff, how, how, people... how, how do you experience ice cubes? Okay, my wife gets mad at me when I fill the ice cube tray up from the sink. She prefers that I use, like, the water thing on the fridge so she's a fancy well, man yeah, of course. she's a fancy but I, like, i'm like no i'm no like it's freaking ice like i just do, like let it all flow into the cube trays oh and... no no it's got to be filtered or boiled so that you get some of the imperfections out of it it's fucking ice who cares the imperfections well, I do. Are... why do you care please explain to me why you care well first it looks cool af to have a perfectly <laughs> clear ice cube in that your that uh, you claim you're not a millennial listen to you who are you entertaining? No one. Nobody. So I, like <laughs> I, d- I don't like the ice cubes that have the. I just prefer to boil it because that way you know it's it's been boiled. It's been up to two twelve. It's been you know there's no imperfections into it. It's it's it's, it's as good as it's going to get. Then you again, it just looks nice. It's about being aesthetically. Some of us get, go the extra distance, and some people don't. That's the difference between us, perhaps. So you will not. You'll go the extra distance to have an aesthetically pleasing ice cube for yourself, because no one else is around, yet you won't take the extra two minutes to buy a different type of oil and vinegar at the store to make it far superior? I never said... Listen, I I never said that the the canola oil was better. You said said it was 80%, which makes no sense. Yeah, of course it does. Oil is oil pretty much. Okay, then use motor oil then. How about that? Well, no, obviously that's not consumable. That's that's a synthetic oil. Based about- based on what you eat and what you talk about, I'm pretty sure you could handle motor oil at this point. I, I don't think so. But again, it would give you good viscosity, and then you would have no thermal breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I know you like to think you can look down your nose and judge about the trappings of the, the life of the average Joe, but the yeah, the life know. of the average Joe who had new demands aesthetically pleasing ice cubes for himself. You're such a <laughs> Because it's lit AF. <laughs> cool. 
It's, it's pretty, pretty no good. pun intended. It's cool AF. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's ice. <laughs> Jets fans, eh? Tim, it's ice to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Late slate of games. Carolina at Arizona. This game is off the board. It had opened as Carolina two and a half point favorites in Arizona. However, it has now come out that Cam Newton may or may not play in this game. For the sake of Carolina's hopes this season, Cam has a foot sprain and it can heal itself up in like two to three weeks. That sitting him out this game, coming off the extended bye, actually makes an awful lot of sense uh, in a game that's still winnable, I think. But what do you think the line, let's say Cam plays in this game. Obviously, now that he's injured, the line probably goes to pick him or Cardinals by one or two. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know who would be betting on Carolina if Cam starts. I just thought my first instinct is annoying. Got to do the make a pick without the spread, and then it's like, well, what would the spread be? And it's like wouldn't matter anyway. I'm gonna take. We'll call this game pick him for the purposes of the show. Yeah, but I think when it comes out, well, I guess if Cam's not there, what do you expect? Will Greer, I guess. Give me. I, I'm gonna pick Arizona here. Tim? I'm going to take Carolina. I still think there are more talent, even without uh, Newton under center or with Newton under center. I, I just don't really, I still don't trust what's going on in Arizona. I think, I don't know. I just, there's something, something missing there. They're not quite hitting their stride yet or something. So I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to play the Panthers because at least I know what they've got. I do not understand. Plus they're coming off the long rest. That helps. Not if you don't have your quarterback. Yeah. Even if you don't, at least you, at least the other players on your team are slightly more rested than, than the other guys are, right? If you have something to offer on the game, go ahead. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just, make- <laughs> if we're going to call it, we'll call it a pick em. I'll take Carolina. I do not understand the trend of these young urban men wearing babushkas. What are babushkas? This is like what Cam Newton had on his head after the game. These are essentially what, like, my my 90-year-old, like, booby would wear. So you're saying it's something that Tim would wear? Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's like my booby just got her hair done before the Jewish holidays, and to keep it, like, perfect, in the fall, she'll walk around with one of those, like, babushkas on her head for, like, a week. Oh! And now it's like... Is, is it like a bandana but yeah. red? Like, when you see... Like old timey footage of Eastern Europe, and there's like gypsies Abs- around. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't, I don't understand it. Most of the things though they do, I think, are very cool, and I'm just not with this one. I don't get. Uh, here's the thing, and I continuously tell. I mean, I mean, I say it to Tim more than anyone, but just for the people out there that don't know, 
when you're as handsome as Cam Newton, this applies to all handsome people. You can get in away with anything. You can wear whatever yeah. you want. It doesn't matter. You will just still look good in it. He's got that drip. He's the most handsome man in football. He can wear whatever he wants. Is he? Yes. I, we actually had a discussion. My, More me, than Jimmy? Me, my wife, uh, my friend, and his wife, about the most attractive quarterbacks of all oh, time. Of all time. And our, my friend's wife broke it down to their, it comes down to two quarterbacks. Who do you think? And Cam Newton was one of them. Cam Newton is one. Who do you think the other one was, Tim? Uh, it's not active? Not, no longer active. It's a retired quarterback. Tim. Joe hmm. Namath? Nope. Steve Young? No. Was it a good quarterback? Paul from the audience. Hold on. I'll let him go. Well, if he's a guess, I don't have a guess. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner was the answer. Kurt Warner has primo dad vibes. And one of the strongest jaws you'll ever see. Okay. A granite granite jaw will do you wonders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get away with being a slob as long as you have a good-looking jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy, the best jaw of the group. Did very well for himself. All right, good job. Good a job gran- will get you the ladies or men. A, a granite. Don't discriminate yeah. here. Yeah. But a good job will get you either. Maybe both. Who knows? Anyway, so Carolina, 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 Jeff on Arizona. Giants at Tampa. Daniel Jones, Jones, starting. <laughs> Daniel Jones, <laughs> Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, start now. Ow. He's starting now. Eli Bench. This makes absolutely no sense to me. For this reason, if you were going to replace Eli after week two, what was the point of starting Eli in the first place? Or if you're surprised he's bad. And yeah, or now they have the, I believe they have the Patriots coming up. They have three tougher games coming up. At least give the kid a shot. Like if you're 0-6 going in, there's now no longer any expectations. Golden Tate would be back. Sterling Shepard would be healthy. Like you can put him in a better scenario than this. Like this doesn't make any sense to me. I get why they're starting him. Do you want to see, like, I get that just part start of the it. clock. Then just start it in week one. And also, there's no healthy receivers, right? Shepard might not be in That's protocol. That's what I'm saying. Tate's out. I mean, Tim made a comment earlier. There was a team he didn't really want to get behind because they, they, they have a, a... If you can't stretch the field in 2019... They said it about Denver. It's really hard to want to... Uh, <coughs> Back them, yeah. Yeah, get get behind you. So the Bucks are minus six and a half at home. Uh, Forty eight is the over under. Uh, I Tim's boldest call of Tampa winning the division is very much in play right now. I still don't think that they're good. You but should bet it because the number is big considering the Saints situation. Tim's best friend Todd Bowles has actually made this defense a whole lot better yeah. than I would have ever anticipated. Agreed. They they yeah. still can't, they still can't block to Christian save their McCaffrey lives. Christian McCaffrey got five freaking uh, fifty yeah, yards. Or well, something. I mean they built their team to be an excellent run stopping defense, not necessarily a pass stopping defense. But either way, that's the one way that you need to beat the Giants, right? And you shut down Barkley. What else are they going to do? Um, six and a half isn't enough. Uh, this is my super lock of the week. I love the Bucs in this game. Okay. I'm gonna- yeah, I don't think it's enough either. It's not a super lock or anything, but I like the Buccaneers there. Because, yeah, it's a tough card trying to find seven games for the Super 7. They they may find their way on there. Can't make a case for the Giants. How is this not a part of your teaser? No, I got one other game on my teaser. I, you know you what? Have it's two just other. Winston... I- no, I have, I have three. I have four in, and I have one to go. I just Would I don't know. You, Winston, let me throw this at you, and I could, could just hit your link, but I'm looking you in the eye. Okay, Dak or, or Winston? Dak. I have Dak at three, Winston at five. Dak is I like. There's. I feel like there are three must start regardless of matchup quarterbacks right now. It's Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Dak, and Josh Allen's very close. 
Because Josh Allen is essentially putting up Cam Newton fantasy numbers. So yeah, that, that's it for us in this one, just Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else to say. All right. Uh, this is uh, the two bets that I've made so far this week already is the over 44 in that Buffalo game in Tampa minus six and a half. And I doubt my card really gets a whole lot bigger unless you guys convince me on something else. Oh, Jeff's team. This is always good for a long segment. Houston at the Los Angeles Chargers minus three. That's going to go up at some point. So it's minus three at the moment. 47 and a half is the over under. Let me ask you this. I, I did throw this out to you before the show. Maybe I'll ask Cuss this. So, Tim. Was there a more Chargers way to lose last week than the way that they lost? They fumbled on the one-inch yard line. They had a touchdown. After scoring twice! Had two touchdowns called back. They missed a bunch of field goals, and that led to Phillip Rivers not trusting the kicker and throwing, like, picks in the end zone that caused turnovers. Like, it was just, it was the most uh, Chargers time loss capsule of all time. it better. We're up 10-6 at the half. Uh, we go right down the field. We score two times. Both called back. Two separate running backs. We get it to first and goal with the one. We fumble. We are still up 10-6. Uh, we take it right back down the field. We miss a field goal. We are still up 10-6 because I think Stafford threw a pick the first play out of a missed field goal. And we go right back down the field and we miss another field goal. And you can only play that game so long. The Lions, they, they, they are NFL players. They score a touchdown. That's what NFL teams normally do over the course of four quarters. We are now down 13 to 10, and we have the most immaculate, like, time-killing drive to either send this game to overtime. We have a first down, like, at the 20, at the two-minute warning. This is my, like, what we do everything. And then we have a first down play that loses five yards. Phillip no longer trusts the kicker. And he has to over, oh, he has to, he just overplays uh, his hand. Any, the, there's a couple, I don't, I'm going to not say that word. Because I like some of these people. Are you going to say that Tai Long, Tai Long, Tai Long, no, I don't Tai Long, go there. and Tai Long are There's... no longer top five best kickers well, of all time? Well, the, the hand, most handsome guy in the league might be my kicker who doesn't play. Is he playing this week? I freaking, freaking hope so. Um, <laughs> anyone who watched that game and thinks it's Philip Rivers' fault we lost is a psychopath. And I know a few people who have taken that that take, and I know them personally, and they are kind of psychopaths. Do you, do you think that they're doing it to actively troll you? No. But I think they watched only the last minute of the game and blamed Philip Rivers. That's fine. Um, you want me to go? I should go. I'm not going to. You're going to take the charges. We know that. No, but I mean, okay. This Wasn't is going Rivers up, though. Fault. You saw the juice go up on the minus three, and it's going to go up. To and I've three. already seen a site with the minus three and a half at minus 110, and I'm really only seeing minus threes, minus 120. Um, so for that reason, I had to bet it. This was the worst loss I can remember in a few years because it was. We called it the trap game of last week. Like, something was up about this. I game. don't know, but we did play. I'm so torn because we played so freaking well. I'm so happy with how they coached the game, how they played the game. I'll take that 100 out of 100. Just the execution was, was an abomination. We crossed midfield into scoring range four times in the second half. We didn't score a point. We didn't score a point. So our, our defense that sucks, I think they played a really good job. They tried to pick on our, our, our B corners, which is a D corner, because we're having injuries behind the injuries. That is the single biggest issue. That they, That's the biggest issue I can think of, that the Texans will give them problems. Okay, fine. Will but, Fuller has been two games away from, like, 200 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, they might. But we, we might be able to do some things on that end. So... A lot of the things that were concerning me, I actually was really impressed with in the game. 
I don't hate a player more in the world than Travis Benjamin. Okay, I do not. I do not. He he had a third and five that was literally, you couldn't have put it in his numbers more on like a perfectly play called, he just drops the ball. I do not understand you're in receiver trouble. You, no, no. I do not understand rostering Travis Benjamin on your team especially when you're in receiver trouble and not one time ever throwing him like a fly. It's all he's freaking good for. And he'll drop it anyway. But, but how do you have him on the team and you don't even try that play? Mind-boggling. How's the offensive line holding up? I thought they played great. I thought they played great. I thought their, their, their numbers were, um, by pro football focus, was grading up pretty well. I think if you isolate a couple plays out of the indie game, I think the concerns on the offensive line will not... Trust me, there are concerns. I don't think they're nearly as bad as as some people have made them out to be going into the season, or at least through the first two games. Will they be able to block Watt? Well, maybe his brother can protect <laughs> on the other side. I don't know. They'll have to do a lot of things. Um, I know one thing, Pat. There's a price I could put on my happiness after the Chargers lose, and it's not $2,117 because that's what I want on Das Wonder Kid, and I was, you couldn't make me smile. Yeah, you, you were sad. You, you showed me a ticket for a $2,000 golf winner. And you're I, like, I, I didn't feel, care. I feel indifferent, terrible. indifferent, indifferent. I did indifferent. not feel terrible about hitting that bet. Indifferent. So there's a price that the game is worth for my soul, and it's more than that, evidently. Um, I don't feel as bad as I probably did on Sunday night, Monday, because there have been some teams, Tim included, that, I mean, the Breeze, the Roethlisberger, there have just been some season-ending things. I'm not calling the Saints thing season-ending. They're still the favorite. No, team but I, I appreciate I appreciate the sympathy. It's, but there it's are just so, some teams have caught some breaks that have ended them. I We are in trouble. We have to, sort of like a video game, we have to survive each month in advance and get a new body back. Uh I implore, I, I made the case for Jalen earlier. I think every team in that range that the Chargers are in, no one should not be making an offer. Everyone has got to to put their best foot forward there. Um, yeah, so I feel better about some of the things. I feel better about myself based on some really bad breaks that have happened with some other teams. And I couldn't imagine not having like, okay. I've, I can't imagine not, having that like feeling of this game is important like waking up on a sunday in september yeah well so that that I, would really I, I, suck that would does. really suck it no it really it, it does. doesn't suck. this is the best thing that ever happened to the jets now they can like actively tank and draft a real quarterback for next but year. i will say i i never felt more alive than sunday night and i'll preface that by saying sometimes that's not a good feeling but i felt i felt all right so you're taking I, the chargers i felt the coin is taking the Chargers. Tim, who are you taking here? Well, as Henry VIII said to each of his wives, I won't keep you long. <laughs> I will. Uh, I, I will take himself up. Over there. <laughs> yeah, good one. That's an old joke. That's an old joke. I, I'll, an I'll old take joke. Did, did you learn that when you were a child from your tutor? I, I didn't have a tutor. I will take the Chargers. So you're going to let my joke just go right past? <laughs> it's true. That's doing a row. <laughs> Wow, that <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's actually excellent. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take the Chargers. Wow, I'm blown away. I'm shook now. I'm gonna I, take. I'll, I'll make it a round of Chargers. I have no real feelings in this game. Will Fuller, I think, is the key to the char to the uh, Houston side of this game. If they can actually connect with him deep, 
both teams are going to bring pressure and get in the other one's faces. There's going to be turnovers in this game. I don't think that either team is going to be really running the ball all that effectively. I don't think the Texans' defense is all that good outside of the pass rush. But I've got to say the Chargers seem to run effectively against two pretty effective run defenses. I mean, a lot of it is just Eckler's passing, pass-catching prowess out of the backfield. Like, how healthy is Mike Williams going to be? They played last week. He did. He looked all right last week. But and so Honestly, you're like, I'm, not, fan- I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Chargers. To all the fantasy experts, uh, yeah, Mike Williams is only going to play in the red zone. Hey, I heard Ian Rappaport say that, all right? I thought it was real. I'm not worried about the Chargers at all. What's that? I am. I'm not, I'm not worried you. about the Chargers. I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, Saints at Seahawks. Oh, God. Seahawks are favored by four at home. 44 and a half is the over-under in this game. Tim's favorite president, Teddy Theroosevelt, is starting for the <laughs> New Orleans Saints here. I think Teddy's going to look better than he did last week. Agre- agreed. That's Just, why the Saints are the play here. Yeah. This is a shortlist super lock for me. I like the Seahawks here. I, you, you guys just both pick against the Seahawks every week. That's not true. I picked <laughs> no, them in the first like game. Them. What's that? I picked them in the first game. All right, then you made then you made them the opposite end of your super lock last yeah, week. Like this, got... this comes down to like almost like it pertains to what was the game earlier, uh, the Detroit Philadelphia game. Just take the better quarterback and take the better coach. Uh, I mean, I don't. Sean Payton is probably a better coach than Pete Carroll, but I don't know with this with Teddy Bridgewater under center. I just don't know. They are the Saints down a good guys. team? Saints are a good team. Then I got to take the Saints. You Seahawks, but the I, Seahawks are a good team. I know, but you know how much I love this is this is like my case 101. Because the Saints are a really good team, and this is the first game with the backup. <laughs> That's true. So I can't like I love this game, to be honest. And I love the Saints to keep it close. Um, I just think Seattle's been a bit fluky the last two weeks. I think they could have easily lost either of those games. They won by one point and two points. Uh I don't know. I, I just think the Saints are. Saints are the best of the three teams they played so far, and I think the world is going to be on Seattle, and uh, the Saints are a nice little play here, yeah. like the money line. I, I, I listen. I, I'm with you guys on all of this. Uh, just I think Russell Wilson's way better than Teddy Bridgewater. That's what's going to come down to. I'm just curious to see what the Saints' offense looks like, like even with like a week to prepare. Like is Ta- like they're they're down Traquan Smith as well, so that means like Taysom Hill might be one of their starting receivers. I, I don't see why that's a problem. I like Taysom Hill. I don't care what anybody says. He's a, I think he's a nice player. Wish we had him in think... New York. He's a gadget player. He should yeah. be on the field five plays a game, not every he, play. I wish the Jets would trade for him. He'd be a star for the rest of the season. We need Jesus a quarterback. Christ. What if we ran a fake on one of those misses? It's never going to happen. They'll never run a fake field goal. It's never going to happen. And if um, he did... And if he did run a fake and it blew up, he would be called Octavia Spencer so quickly. I will never. No, I have said I will die <laughs> that they are allowed to completely botch a fake. And I will give them a, they have um, carte blanche to screw one up. Uh, the so next much, game though, Pat, so is. Take that time code down because you know what's going to happen. No, like, I like, don't need it down. From now. And the next game also buys into my theory i hope yeah i'm kind of with you i'm more with you on that one than this one i just think seattle's good and if seattle i had as a playoff team anyway against the saints who i had as a playoff team and they lose their star quarterback i'll just take the team that i thought was good to begin with yeah absolutely and four points yeah like you said they played two really close games it's almost like the detroit thing detroit's played close games and i think they kind of get beat up a bit this week seattle hasn't had like a pristine game yet i can see that happening here if the saints offensive line holds up then maybe they do have a chance. Or be like Bridgewater cannot throw the ball down the field at all. Like even when he was yeah, good, he can't do it. He'll be fine. 
He's going to wear two gloves like Tim does golf. Hey, listen, think, remember Teddy intentionally did not want to be the Dolphins quarterback. He's like, I'll just, I'd rather be Smart the same Smart backup. News. Listen, backup quarterback is legit the best job you can have in the world. Yeah, you're, you get, like, you just show, you spark a life because you play for a month and you get Rob Johnson contract. Matt Schaub. Not even that. They just want to be backups. Matt just, Flynn. I don't have, oh, how yeah. much money has Chase Daniel made over the years? Was he started like three games? Well, then you get certain gigs like being Phillips backup or like Martin Brodeur's backup. Like you just never get a play, and that's pretty cool. Pittsburgh at San Francisco. I think people need to pump the tires on San Francisco a little bit. I love the Niners. There we go. This is a super I picked them lock. to make the playoffs. I picked them to make the playoffs before the season began. I think that they've shown everything I wanted them to show and more. Uh, the defense is playing great. Jimmy G after not the greatest week one. Played much better in week two. The Steelers are a wounded bird, and I could see things going really south for them really quickly. The seven is a great number. This is right in the range for super locks. It's Where the last. Are you look, Tim, he's got the chalk book. Why? Why do you have the book that we don't use open when you look at? This? I wrote we down t- seven earlier today. That's what I saw the number at. In a couple uh, on of the chalk book. So, so you have time to be on Facebook Messenger chatting with people, but not time to pull up the website that we use for this. I'm going to tease the Niners down. I love them in this game. They're the last end of the free money teaser. They're a much better team than the Steelers with the injuries. The Steelers go across the country to play in San Francisco's home opener. The Niners start the season on the road, uh, you know, at Tampa, go back home, then go to Cincinnati, have to come back home. You know, they won two really tough road games in terms of travel. Now they're here against the Steelers team, which, you know, think they, you know, the Steelers, Connor's dinged up. Uh, they haven't been able to do anything offensively. They've looked uh, they've looked sluggish. Now they're going to Mason Rudolph, who's a big question mark. I just I don't see any reason to like the Steelers in this game. And I think that I mean the Niners. Niners just a really really good football team. Uh, I think they're 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 sound from the coaching staff down, and I think they win this game comfortably. I, I really really like San Francisco in this game. This is a big change from last week's show when Tim was saying that the, you know, the 49ers shouldn't have won in week one against Tampa. They played terrible. So when they play one of the teams Tim likes and has picked, you know, they're, they're terrible. But now all of a sudden that they're a legit Super Bowl contender. I, I don't know what to make of Pittsburgh. I do trust their infrastructure a little bit. And getting Micah Fitzpatrick can only help their defense, I suppose. The key to Mason Rudolph, though, is that this offensive line is really good. They're going to give him time to throw, and it should mitigate the one thing, really, that the Niners do really well, so far this season at least, and that is get to the passer. They can keep a clean pocket, and he can step up. Ben, I mean, you want to talk about like Sam Darnold being like sick in week one? Ben has looked hurt through two weeks. It turns out that he was. That Mason Rudolph might be an upgrade over what they've seen so far this year from Ben playing injured. Uh, he already has a connection from college with James Washington. He got Vance McDonald in a revenge situation back in the mix last week. I think Juju's going to be fine. And if there's one thing you still can't really do to the Steelers, I mean, Seattle had a little bit of success last week, but it's hard to run against them. And a lot of what, a lot of, Using Jimmy G to his fullest potential is running off play action, but I can see them abandoning the run if it's not going to work and just have him drop back, and all of a sudden Jimmy G's not looking good again. Six and Mostert's a half is going to have a big day. Six and a half is just a lot of points, and I don't even hate the money line for the Steelers here. We are. You, you said everything. Other than you know I love a team that I think is good, who I thought would win nine or ten games, first game with the backup. I think even that great O-line plays better. I think everyone steps up. 
And it's, it's, a, and it's, an, oh, it's yeah. also an 0 and 2 team yes. that needs, uh, and they just I, traded a first that round. That was going to be my next point. They're There's a few of here. them out there, and I've been on a few of these 0 and 2 teams um, this week, ATS. I, I'm pretty confident I've actually almost on all of them. Uh, oh, oh, also, too, that Tim has played this five way six point teaser that all he needs is for San Francisco to win. So he's teased it down to minus 0.5. That if Tim sweeps the first four games of this teaser and that's all he needs left to win, just bet the world on Pittsburgh money line. I don't think Pittsburgh money line is a bad play here at all. Uh, their secondary is atrocious, but every other unit on that, and granted, they made the trade. I, I don't know how effective he could be, but he'll have a helmet on, and he's better than whatever they probably had there in practice yesterday. Uh, every unit on that team, I look at it, I see it, I see talent. Granted, the quarterback thing has been up in the air, but it, there's talent on that team. I've always felt Mike Tomlin is like kind of overrated. I don't Agreed. really know what Agreed. he brings. But I got it. Like you said, I just think there's the culture. The, avoiding 0-3, everything. It is literally, they are going to throw the kitchen sink. You think Mike Tomlin will try to trip someone coming well, down the sidelines? That's part of it. Um, that's the extra. That's that's the extra Pittsburgh, effort you want Pittsburgh from Mike Tomlin. Killed me last week. I'm so would be such a sucker to go back to them on the super lock, but I'm tempted to it because I think they can win the game. Me too. I think they can win the game. Next game. Oh, so that's Pittsburgh for me and you. The coin and cast on San Francisco. Uh, the Rams at Cleveland Sunday night. Sunday night affair. Cleveland. <sighs> Plus three at home. Why are you bothered? He doesn't like talking about Cleveland. It triggers him. <laughs> uh, this is a weird spot. Like, I actually agree with you guys that the Browns did not look good on Monday night against the Jets, but I don't know how much of that had to do with, you know the score, what? The situation. We're just, we're going to yeah. win this game. Let's get out of here. You know what did look good? Their pass rush. Oh, yeah. Their defense yeah. looked yeah. good. Turnstiles. And they're not afraid to hit people after the whistle and try to hurt them either. They most certainly are not. So that be, that being said, uh, the Rams are just, you know, you know, you talked about one team being a cut above another. The Rams are a cut above Cleveland. Uh, this line is too short. This should be probably five and a half. The value here is on the Rams. I, I don't think there'll be much sharp money on the Browns. I think that this will be a game that both, both the squares and the sharps back the Rams. I think that's the only way and to that's play this. That's my concern. That, that, that is really, I kind of agree. I with really like the Rams. Said. I think everything Tim said, the reason that I'd be afraid to like actually bet it is that Sunday night game, that recoup, everybody will take every loss they made. And yeah, Rams say, money the Rams will be here. just like, what, 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 Paul, throw up the board for a second. I want to see what the money line is here. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Money line minus. Oh yeah. Everyone who loses their shirt during the day is pounding that minus 150 for sure. That, that's the part that scares yeah. me about it. Uh, and I don't, yes, yeah, so, but still, we're here. Give me the Rams. I do think they're the better team. Yeah, good first overall pick versus bad first overall pick. I'll take St. Louis, or sorry, LA all day. Uh, Jeff, if you had to start your team right now, would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Jared Goff? Because the answer is Baker, and I don't think it's that close. One has been to a Super Bowl and has shown real potential. One, the other one, has... one, I don't know what he would be without Sean McVay. The other, I'm pretty sure I could drop him anywhere and he'll That's rise. That's the whole thing. I think we know that and Goff... he'll rise to what? Wide throwing uh, wide receivers uh, who are open uh, well over their head, uh, you know, pretending to be all into Phil Collins when it's all just a show. Like, I, I don't know. Why what... do you think it's cool? You're like in. Here's the thing. You're a hypocrite because you get into like you were all last week about like Minchu and all that stuff and all the cool like vibe and mustache and 
things that he brings. If he chugged a beer last week, you'd have thought it was cool. But Baker no, doing it bothered consi- you. I would have been consistent. But you're not consistent. That's the whole point. I know I am consistent. I, I think that Mayfield is braggadocious and phony. Uh, I, I think that's... That, but that's he's a good quarterback. I, I agree with yeah, you yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he, has, yeah, yeah, he has not looked good through two weeks. And I'm willing to say that. And I like Baker. And I think that he's going to be good. It's unlike with Cuss, who's like, Sam Darnold's great, despite the fact that he sucks. No, he's sick. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, he has, I, not, you, know, you know, I mean, he's really like excuse Sam when it comes to how poorly. There's always an excuse for it. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not good because of this and because of that. And Baker, no, he's just no good. That's the case with you, is it? No, that's not the case. It's just that Sam has been sick, so I cut him some slack. I'm going to pick Cleveland plus three. Mayfield is used for playing poorly through two weeks. I worry that this Rams defensive line just annihilates him. I really do. They should. Like, I don't know why the NFL would put the Browns on Sunday night. Like, no one wants to see this. People are so dumb. People have turned on the Browns pretty quickly, though, already. Of course they have. It was always going to happen. It was silly that they put them on even twice. Well, again, I said the worst thing to ever happen to the Browns was when you've never won something and you become the hunted instead of the hunter, that's not a good position. That is not a good position. I... I hope that all those punts on fourth and two or whatever it was was because they were playing the Jets and they knew the Jets couldn't move the ball. If they have that sort of game plan and make those sort of decisions this week no, no, against the Rams, no. then they're automatically losing this no, game. No, no, but you know, like you play the Chiefs. You got to go for fourth and one. You, yeah. You can't win. I, I'm concerned that, I mean, I don't know that they're going to do it the other way. I don't. No, I agree with you. It's all about your this quarterback will punch you inside your 20 and you go drive 85 yards and score a touchdown on 14 plays. Try. Let's see what you got, kids. No. I think the Browns' defense looked a lot better last Houston week. Houston dared Jacksonville to do it, and they, they almost did. They almost did. <laughs> so I'll take the plus three with Cleveland. It's a no-bet game for me. I'll probably play a prop from it. I've been finding there's more value on these props than the actual games, to tell you the truth. Fire over props. What's that? Your heater's over. The over on sacks is the prop, whatever it is. No, the over on sacks is that uh, Houston Chargers game. That's sure. the, that's the, if, if they say they, they wouldn't give it to me, I really wanted to bet Houston Jacksonville over sacks last week. They wouldn't put it on the board. But what's like the standard five game and a half is like the median yeah. game five. And this will probably be a six and a half. I would say it'd probably be a six. I'd still probably take the over. Like Watson's good for five sacks a game, basically. And that's like our strength. And we have, yeah. and you have, you're down and have premium, against a good offensive and they have line. premium guys. They have a JJ Watt. Yeah, like if Rivers gets sacked twice in that game, I'm pretty sure the over's going to hit. And Rivers is good for two sacks because he's not stupid and trying to force the ball all the time. He does get the ball quickly, though, which worries me. Anyway, Monday night game. Chicago at the Washington Redskins. Might be my favorite spread of the week. I don't like this either because I kind of agree with Tim. It's plus four Uh, at home for the Skins. 50 and a half is the over-under. This game goes one of two ways. Chicago continues to suck and does not even come close to covering this spread. Or it's Washington's like, bad and they finally like like David Montgomery rushes for 175 yards. Like the 38 yeah. fantasy points that he had like five or six yeah. times. Yes, that they have that yeah. game and the defense absolutely just annihilates Case, got, Case Keenum. I, that's the game I see. Okay, that, I think that's fine. That's the game I see. The coin thinks Washington covers i'm gonna take washington in this game too and tim i believe you're on the same page yeah i really really like the skins this week i think i I could see the bears winning by three that would be fine because we still get our cover there but 
back to the with the late turnover puts me or just I can see this game just being close to the very end. I like think that let's see a grappling tight sort of yeah. 13, 10, 17, 14 type of ball game. And in that spot, if I can get over a field goal with the home team, uh, I'm gonna take it. The skins uh, you know, against two pretty darn good teams, Philadelphia and Washington or sorry, and uh, Dallas back to back. You know, hung in games. They did not hang in that Dallas game. They were not in. Yeah, the last touchdown was sort of cosmetic. They lost by. You you mean the one they scored with a minute left when Dallas was not playing at starters anymore? They didn't quit. Like, they didn't get blown out uh, the way I thought they were going to get blown out a lot this season. So they showed me a little bit of uh, enough to give them the respect, to give them the nod here on Monday night. I'm going to take Washington as well, plus, plus four. So was the coin. I'll try. probably watch a TV show with my wife. Ah, you can watch. Uh, what's the new hot network show, Tim? Oh, can I say something? Network. Okay, I'm I'm a premium TV guy. Mm-hmm. I do the premium shows. But you're a big Good Doctor guy. That is embarrassing. I don't want to. I can step. I'll. I will step over the line if I get into it on the Good Doctor. So we'll leave it at that. I will say you cannot. Only because I watch football, I see the commercials for it. Mm-hmm. You cannot tease your season premiere is the good doctor goes on a date. <laughs> okay? That's a, not a good thing. Like, what sort of shitty cliffhanger did you end your last season on? Calling oh. out the writers of the good doctor. <laughs> okay. I can get into, like, that cheesy... I will give a try to that cheesy network show that, like, is titled, like, SWAT or FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Or no, like, or like, hold on, or like hot detectives, and it's like two babes, yeah, solving cases. There is a show, I believe it's on Netflix, that has Tony Danza in it. That is the Tim. You remember from the uh, Lisa the Greek episode of The Simpsons from like nineteen ninety? Handle with, handle yeah, with handle with care. It has the exact same plot line of that show. I definitely watch it. I used to watch Who's the Boss all the time growing up. I, I'm a fan of Tony Danza. My point being is there is, and I'm a like I will try that show. That uh, This Is Us is also great. That's a network. That, that is a b- actively no, bad. That show. is, I no, despise that's, that's that show. I despise show. that show. Who wants to be entertained with that? You're not entertained that's by it. Point. You sit around and cry yeah, at the show. Yeah, that's, no, that's not that, a that's, real yeah, TV that's show. Shit. I yeah, like it. I'm not into oh that. no, my daughter, like she's sick now. That. Oh, and she just died in a fire not, yeah. too. Like, oh that's my not a God. TV show. Oh my God. Who wants to be tortured with that nonsense? Um, that's great anyway, backing up to what I was saying was this year's network lineups. Like it's like they've stopped trying. <laughs> it is horrible. There is nothing that I even want to try. And you just got to like, you know, uh, Navy seal, like give me the cheesiest titles. I try you. Because I'm into that sort of, um, you know, the you know those stupid shows. All right, before we get to uh, the, those are the games, but before we get to the uh, the super locks and everything, as we've been actually, you know, I'm going to save this. Let's get to the super locks. I'm two and zero, oh, so I'll start off. I'm feeling myself a little bit, so I feel like week three is really going to go against me here. So I might try to keep it to a down week, but I'm taking Tampa Bay minus six and a half at home against the Giants is my super lock. Tim, Washington plus four at home against the Bears. <sighs> That's a greasy one. I kind of like that, though. Jeff. Oh, boy. I'm debating between Denver, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh. Uh, Don't screw me, Pittsburgh. That's such a bad pick. Oh, God. Wow, I'm actually offended. That, you wow. should feel good about this pick. No, but like, like, like the Niners are going to crush them by three touchdowns. 
It's an against oh. the spread thing. So it is a I coin know, flip, I regardless know, of what like you want to say. I, I'm offended that you like overtly <laughs> like when I my mocking pick. you, mocking yeah. you. Tim is mocking like, your picks. I, I just like the Niners a lot in that game. That's all. Then they would make the Niners your super lock. lock. But I like the skins. I like the skins better. Okay. But the Niners are in a second pick. Well, I still think you should put Tampa on your teaser. No, 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 no. no. Keep no. keep them away from that. Oh, keep yeah. them sorry, away. Sorry, keep sorry. them away from that game. Sorry. <laughs> Suicide picks. We're all taking Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tim, uh, your free money teaser of the week is a six-point teaser. So tell me if I have this right. Kansas City, minus 0.5, so they just need to win. Buffalo down to a pick Green Bay, minus 1.5. Minnesota, minus 2. And San Francisco, uh, minus 1.5. So all they would have to do is win win 2? That's correct. What does that pay? Plus 400. All right, so 4-1 to on the teaser. Now, as we've been going along here, I've been making uh, I made a I'm making a three team money line parlay with the teams that Tim said have absolutely no chance of winning this week. So we're going to put the Broncos over the Packers at plus 290, the Ravens over the Chiefs at plus 240, and the Steelers over the 49ers at plus 230. If those three teams win, it pays. Oh, I also think the Dolphins have no chance to win. Well, I'm not going to add them to it if you want. Okay, Tim, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for your hot take. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to throw 10 bucks on that just for kicks. Pays 43 to 1, Jeff. It's pretty good. Not bad. Probably not going to happen. Probably get two of the three. Yeah. I do no. like that Steelers money. I'd be tempted to also like do ten, uh, three singles. I'm I'm almost, I almost feel like you should put Pittsburgh on that too because they basically have no chance to win. I mean, they, they were on it. They were on it, yeah. Oh, I'm not listening. Sorry. Now, geez, you're just being a real, real hostile guest here at the end, huh? Really feel you, you win yet 11 games against the spread last week. All of a sudden, you're the best best football picker on earth. You, forget, really, about the, you forget about four from two weeks ago. He's really stuck up because he drinks like uh, frozen, like he makes like frozen freezer juice with his beautiful ice cubes. No, he puts his ice cubes so he can pour his Diet Coke into it for I no one else to mix. see. No, I don't like mixing my Diet Coke with ice unless we're at McDonald's and then that's fine. <laughs> classy fella do you make juice out of those like freezer cans yeah uh, yeah exactly you pull the tab and you pull it out the do uh, you the is that what oh, you yeah. do well it's not the only way i do it i make kool-aid too but yeah I, you you're to over make- 30 years old <laughs> you're over 30 years old and so far on the show you've talked about eating hot dogs and making kool-aid for yourself and kool-aid is delicious Do you have like a like I, you don't have kids, but do you have like a freezer full of like freezies as well that you have on hot summer days? That sounds. Delicious. I don't. I don't have a freezer full, but I do like the the white freezies. Oh, bad freezies, white freezies. Yeah, it's cream yeah those soda. are the best. Delicious freezy. You think it's They're the best, best freezy? No, but it's on a short. It's yummy. That and the and the purple freezy are the two. They seem bad. like they're harder to find. The white ones. They are. Yeah. They are it's hard. Like black to licorice because no one likes. No, them. no, no. It's like no, a yellow no. starburst. It's like that before these companies came along and like they made like cream soda pink. It's like a clear white drink. Yeah. See, Jeff gets it. Hey, way to be on Team Tim. <laughs> that must make you feel good about yourself. I'm not sure you mocked your super lock. I know. <laughs> I've actually, in all the years we've done the show together, I don't think a super lock has been like besmirched like that before. Mine get besmirched all the time. No, not your super yes, lock. Do. Usually yes, your do. teasers or your Last logic. Week when I took the Raiders, I got besmirched. As you should have been. And I was wrong. 
but like it happens i've taken it on the chin many a times uh with picks yeah. that i made you know oh question from the audience sir i just want to know how long uh adam gase's leash is i'll hang up uh it would have been short but now that his star qb is sick i i can't evaluate what's going on so i'm annoyed with what they're doing i thought the game plan was poor last night but you know you're asking him to play one-handed without a star qb so Unfortunately, I can't really judge, and I have to postpone uh, judgment till a little later on. I don't uh, think I don't think that's fair. You say he played one handed; he still couldn't get anything done. Jim Abbott threw a no hitter, pal. <laughs> that's a fair point. You work with what the cards you're dealt. What you got to work with. Good coaches overcome. How come you didn't have any of the uh, new quarterback vibes for the Jets Patriots game, Jeff? No, no, no. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. Doesn't work. Well, he did. No, pick I the picked the Jets because they are trying as a team. Yeah. Yeah, but they're so bad. It doesn't matter if they're trying or not. We said it's pathetic that they're trying at this point. They should pretend like they're not trying. Yeah, safety is trying to quit. No one wants to play. It's sad, and they're very undercursed. Tim's even picking them this week, and you're picking with him on the Jets. <laughs> you don't think the Patriots want to embarrass the Jets more so well, than they no, normally do? You've got someone who's got their favorite team and their second favorite teams. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I don't even, it's not even a thing. Like, it was always supposed to be a secret, eh? No, not a secret. Hey, I, I didn't just, bring it up. My fandom for them is so non existent that, like, to call them a favorite would be silly. But I think if, I don't know, if California fell into the ocean, I could adopt the Jets, maybe. Oh, but then they could be the Atlantis Chargers and you'd be all fired up. They probably have a casino there at the stadium. <laughs> Jeff Feinberg, thank you for being here in studio. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at gfeinberg17. I'd like to thank Paul Shaughnessy at Paul Shag behind the camera. The coin, L coin, potentially on Twitter when I finally make one. So it's very valuable to have him. I'd also like to thank Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. That is not my name for being on the line. A bunch of giveaways. Remember, anytime, and this just applies to like this show or maybe even any show. I think I disconnected Tim so I can't even hear him at this point. Probably for the best. But if you just leave either. the time codes of like spots of the show that you like or you think that are funny, it will help me compile a best of at the end of the season. So when you forget all this stuff 13 weeks from now and you're like dealing with your family over Christmas and want to get away, we'll release it over Christmas. It'll be a fun show to have and where it's just Paul and I trying to produce all this stuff and we do at this point 10 shows a week we don't have time to be like scrubbing through everything and going back so we only look forward on the show so we can use the help of the audience you can put it in the description of the video or the comment board on the videos or just email the pat mayo experience at gmail.com with the episode title the date of it and the time codes of the show it'll help create an awesome show and i will spend some time putting all that together if people actually go and do this that sounds fun right to or right jeff sorry yeah no ab absolutely and as someone that that best of stuff is anyone in the content creation, like television, radio, I guess now internet, that best of stuff was always the bane of my existence. So if you're. Cause it's hard to gather. Like it's yes. hard to file stuff away. You just got to get through the days and to be, have best of on your mind all year. So I know you are um, subletting it to the people, but Hey, if they got memories that they know are kind of evergreen. That's what we want. Yeah, all I'm saying is just like, if you're listening or watching in like real time and you're like, hey, that's a pretty funny part or that's a part that I'd like to see again three months from now, just just email me the time code and tell me what the show is from. And then like, I can just go through the emails like, oh, I have that show. I'll cut it here in here and boom, we're good to go. 
Also, find all the stuff Tim said good about the Jets throughout the course of the past eight months. I'll even do a giveaway for that one, like I said. Yeah. There um, should be no giveaways. If you're... If those, Ever? Like, you think the people don't deserve giveaways? If those cut sweat shows exist, when you would leave... Uh, you know, go for like a washroom or you know a ciggy break uh, and would just leave me and Tim sometimes it would devolve and it's in the winter so it was in the heart of like off season it would just right away uh, go right into Jets talk and in in, in March or uh, sorry in like June that's some that's when we're in that like 12 win territory maybe we should just scrap pick show fantasy football whatever and we'll just me you and Tim have a general talk show for two hours every morning what do you think? That'd be fun. <laughs> do you think anyone would listen to that? More than you think, apparently. I don't know. Like, we'd still talk sports, obviously. We'd just talk about yeah. whatever. Like, it wouldn't have a singular focus. It could literally be about anything. It'd be a morning zoo. Morning zoo. We could have foot. We could have sports. It'd be half-cussed corner. Yeah. Tim could weigh in with his political takes that people hate. <laughs> we, we'd play, like, prank calls that, like, people would, we'd, like, oh, set Tim up with here, prank here, here's calls. Here's the segment. We could do prank calls. Like, people will think that a celebrity is calling them, but it's just one of Tim's impressions. <laughs> You're like, well, what is this? You're like, oh, Hello, this is Christopher Walken calling you. Someone picks up the phone, they go, hello, and I go, yo. They go, oh my God, Elf is calling me. <laughs> How did you get my number, Elf? I heard you had cats. <laughs> <laughs> that might be your best impression. Just, yo. <laughs> oh, all right, that'll do it. On the Pat Mayo Experience, you can find the cheat sheet up on my Facebook page at DKPlaybook.com if you're ever really concerned about following these picks, which you shouldn't, by the way. And if you do, you might need to call 1-800-GAMBLER because you people may have a problem. I'll put out my actual bets on Sunday morning with the props and the actual spreads that I like. I might actually jump on that minus two or minus one and a half. That's still available for Tennessee right now. Maybe I'll let people bet Jacksonville all the way, then take Tennessee. I don't know. I'll let you know on the social media. So follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the PM. Me, subscribe to all the shows download them even if you don't listen to them download the audio stuff we're trying to get to 15 million downloads and i'd like to hit that number all right thank you all for watching i'm pat mayo i'll see you next time i'll tell you what this 17 handed 17 year old left-handed golfer looks legit axay <laughs> batia yeah oksana bayul tim just heard of him but what do you mean looks legit? Like you've seen him I see, take a I saw shot? highlights of him today on Twitter. Like Highlights of like, what? Like him on the range? Like the golf what? shots he was taking. I was like, oh my goodness. This kid is, I need to be in early on this next great superstar. So I think this could be it. <laughs> the, the move for you really would have been to make like Bobby McIntyre your guy. He's yeah, like, why did he avoid he's, that he's, guy? he's like a tall, chubby, lefty Euro. Scott, who's good. right? Yeah. Or Englishman? He's a Scott, yeah. That would have been your, your plan. I got nothing against that guy. Hey, if you're going to like latch on to someone, I, I feel like that would have been your guy. He's the, he's the golfer that most looks like you. Sounds like he's a lot like Monty. I mean, you're, you kind of look like Colin Yeah, that, that's right up your alley. <laughs> you might have like a foot on Colin Montgomery, but you do look like him. Was Colin Montgomery not that tall? I don't think that like he's Ian Woosnam short. I don't think he's a huge. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think he's a huge. I'll look guy. that up. I thought I he was a like a big guy. I think is he? I thought like, he was about my like height. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna effort that. I figured he was like five eight and stocky. No, no, no. Well, he's stocky. There's no question about that.
I could be wrong. Well, it's hard to be like six two and stocky. No, those are brick shit houses, like Pat and Kazire. I think Kazire's bigger than that. I don't know. He's six one. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, you you still have an inch on him at least. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, when Tim played Tiger Woods creative player mode, he just picked Colin Montgomery and just adjusted it a little bit. Made his hair throw up a little bit more. Yeah, and I made him swing from the right side of the ball. Uh, Paul, once we're set up, just take a look at Jeff's shot because I kind of like freelanced it. Just so we, unless it looks right on screen. 11 wins and five losses. That's what I have you as, yes. That's what I had too. That puts you three games behind me after you declared your season over. <laughs> oh, it's that, that, that took a miracle week for me, and I'm still behind you. That That's, that's not going to happen. There is some free money out there this week, though, I have to say. More than that, usual. That's good to know. Is that Kirkland water, Jeff? It's fine. <laughs> Are you, do you oppose? It's all right. It's middle of a pack water. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Listen, it's what's available, and I don't get picky. No, it's there. Can you uh, just swing this light so it's more over this way? Yeah, perfect. No, I have an eagle eye for these sorts of things. It's a super taster. Sick, man. What did I have? What's... That was a nice catch this week in golf. You uh, did quite well there, Jeff. Yeah. Team Pat's, Neiman. Pat's on a heater. Yeah, I, I the past week gambling wise has been absolute fire for me. So I decided do you to wait two doubles. Do you want to know what I think? What? I think your streak has come to its conclusion. That's good. Great news. <laughs> why are you just you, do, do you want to hear? Why are you telling your friend he's done winning bets? No, I'm just the, his streak is, the, is over. This is the greatest news possible. You should get it on these doubles then. You need to bet Connors with Finau and Scheffler with Finau, and we'll ten dollar bet wins you seven k. Okay, I might do that because I feel like I'm going to bet all. I've bet all three of those guys anyway. Connor, Finau, Scheffler. I don't make picks, but for the BMW, I think uh, that Fleetwood would win. Seems like oh. <laughs> sucker. You know, Dude, Tommy, a not a lead. Tommy not elite wood. Yeah, this is precisely the sort of meaningless. It's a pretty September good field, time. Tim. It's actually a pretty it's the biggest event, event on the European tour. What are you talking about? I think the we the Wentworth. Earth. This is this is Wentworth, you <laughs> dummy. <laughs> I that, was the is that not the Masters? No, it's the BMW. This is the BMW. Yeah, this is like their player. This is like their sawgrass, like Wentworth. It's yeah, like where sure. their offices are. It's it's the biggest event on the European tour. Sure, Fleetwood will win that because it's not a major, but people will pretend like it's important, and so. Well, it you just said it was important until you found out about it. It is important, important and I know that the schedule timing is different. But Molinari <laughs> won this and then went unconscious for a fucking summer. Yeah. Oh, I'd All make right. A pick. Alex Norin shot like a sixty-one on Sunday or something insane a Good couple way, years yeah. ago, like insane. All right, we good, Paul? Yeah. Experience.